incalculable environment. Yeah. God damn it, Bobby. That's a nice cow. <laughs> and because that's bestiality is a sin. This is another episode of the Amateur Take. Hey, how's it going, guys? Travis here, back with yet another great episode. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Britton, and Travis has big, gay, stupid lights on his car. Hey, it's Ty R.R. Cecil, and uh, I have AIDS. You stole my fucking <laughs> You didn't say name. it. I said earlier, I said, I'm going to go by Travis R.R. Keith, and you said, that's stupid. Well, it is stupid. That's why I said it. Sorry, Ty R.R. I bet... Never mind. You should have just said it first. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> he ripped me off. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sarah, and I'm today's podcast guest. Nice to have you, Sarah. And that makes us the Amateur Take. And today we're gonna we're gonna talk about the new series, uh, House of the Dragon, and I'm calling it House of Dragons this entire time. Is, is that not I've, it? I thought it was I've, the House of Dragons. No, it's House of the Dragon. I've been calling Fuck. it Hot D. Hot D. Yeah, I've been calling D. it Hot D. I like that. Yeah, so Hot D. We're talking about Hot D. Oh. And we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies, slow. that took me a minute. <laughs> I was like, is that referencing a lot of the dick in the, the show? Dragon, yeah, hot D. D. You see a butthole in the first episode. That's actually what George R. R. Martin's been calling it. Dude, himself. dead ass, you see a butthole in the first hot episode. Hot D, that's what he Did called it during it? production. Whose was it? Probably. I was just some extra in the brothel scene. Bro, oh. Um, oh okay. Imagine yeah. telling your homies, like, hey guys, I finally made it to the big screen. You get to see my asshole. <laughs> my butthole. <laughs> But anyway, uh, we're discussing eye. both Hot D and uh, Rings of Power, or ROP for y'all hip kiddos. Water ROP. Yeah, so hey, it's a lot of ROP. the Rings of Power, so it's the ROP. Trop? No, I Trop? think it's just Rings of Power. I think it's I Rings, it of, power, Rings of Power, dog. But I don't know, we're discussing both those shows, but only the first two episodes of the only season that's out so far, the first <laughs> season. Uh, we might come back and talk about some of the other episodes later on, um, so... Currently in the studio, there are four of us, and three of us have seen. We've all seen the first two episodes of both, right? Mm-hmm. Except yeah, for Travis. I've, I've okay. done my homework. Yeah. Well, Travis. Travis is going to be our guy who asks us questions. Because he's going to be the the viewer. Except that I knew that it was called the Rings of Power. Mic drop. <coughs> well, shut the fuck up. Nobody Travis cares. Is going to be okay. the, the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. All right. Tra- yeah. Travis is going to be the yeah yeah Jimmy Fallon the, the of today's checker. episode. <laughs> yeah, I want to fact check. Yeah, on. he's going to ask us questions as we as we talk and uh, sort of. He's going to ask, ask us for about clarification our on things. Experiences. What what have you seen, Travis? Um, I've seen the first thirty minutes of Rings of Power, followed by a very very brief um, little video essay <laughs> over the first mm-hmm. episode. Um, I'll preface saying, like, I have seen all of the Lord of the Rings series. I know that you're going to tell me, oh, well, this has nothing to do with that. Well, I do have some... I, I know about high fantasy. You know, I know pretty good about that stuff. So whenever we get onto that genre, I won't have too many questions about it. But uh, anything Game Game of Thrones related? How's it right? Yeah, I'm fucking out. I've <laughs> never seen it. I don't know who you're talking about. Um, so, yeah. That's fine. Definitely recommend watching the first three seasons of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. At least that. I, I, like, you can stop I there. absolutely hate it when people tell me I have to watch a certain amount of a show. I, I've been told, what you just told me to watch the first three seasons. Or, bro, I've been told, I promise it gets better after the I've first three seasons. I've been told it seasons. gets better. Yeah, I've, been, I've been told the last season is ass. Mm-hmm. Like, no offense to you, Britton. Like, if I want to watch it, if I watch a series, I want to watch it through and through. 
and I, I, it's, it's it's hard hearing that it's ass at the end. I mean, it, yeah. That, that's I the mean, thing like, is because it has fair. some of the most hype moments, mm-hmm. yeah. in, ever. Like some of the hype moments mm-hmm. in like Battle television of the Bastards, ever. For example. Yeah, exactly. But you know that last season is ass. But yeah, the first seven seasons, which are you know seven eighths of the show. They are. They do got some fucking hype behind them, but you don't have to watch them. Mm-hmm. You know, you do what you want to do. How uh, House of the Dragon? I'm gonna. I'm gonna call it House Dragons. I don't care. Sue me. Hot don't D. sue me. Hot, yeah, Hot D. <laughs> like I said, it's told you before. It's a prequel. It's right. like it's. Bef- it's like 200 years, 170, 180, something like that. 176 uh, years before Daenerys Targaryen. So it's yeah. yeah it's like 200 years before and. You don't have to watch the main sequence show to watch mm-hmm. it. So I've been told. And it's great. It's fantastic. I'm really liking it. This is going to be an interesting episode because we will have some conflicting opinions. Uh, I know two-thirds of the people that have watched it don't care for Rings of Power. No. Uh, I'm the one-third. I liked it. Ding <laughs> dong, your you know. opinion is wrong. That's fine. Uh, I, I will say like the, the 30 minutes I did watch were enough to want me to watch more. Like I, I can see myself getting hooked on Rings of Power. Um, that Final Fantasy looking ass show. One, why? I, I like Final Fantasy. Why did they animate their entire fucking faces? Was it necessary? I didn't notice in the first part, like in the, I the time that I did it watch off the fucking bat. Like it would have been better with practical effects, like yes. mac- makeup and shit. Well, any everything's CGI. better with practical Lord effects. Lord of the Rings but... was made in like what 2001, yeah. 2003? Yeah. No, it was made from the years between nineteen ninety eight and nineteen ninety. Didn't the guy who played Gandalf like, like cry during the Hobbit whenever stretch. everything was like all it, yeah, yeah, yeah it was all CGI. CGI? So this would like just put shame on that. Add you know, just adds to it. Well, the thing about the Hobbit was that it was mostly just the studio executives, not Peter Jackson himself, that mm-hmm. wanted to do the CGI. He wanted to do it the way he did it before. Who's directing um, the Rings of Power? Some guy. Some dude. Just some guy. No, his, name, his name is they, some guy. They actually, He's Asian. They actually <laughs> ghosted Peter Jackson some are our for this guy. shit. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, it's, just, it's just some dude, man. Um, I gotcha. I, I, I won't. I maybe maybe you know, does, does Hot D have like an interesting director, or is it just some yes. guy again? Yes, he's basically the Dave Filoni of A Song of Ice and Fire, and okay. I'm really impressed with him. Okay. Who is Dave Filoni? Uh, well, here, here's, what, <laughs> here's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to... I, I want to hear... Can I get an answer to that question? Yeah, who's Dave Filoni? Dave Filoni is the guy behind a lot of the good animated Star Wars shows. Okay, So cool. we're talking like awesome. Bad Batch and Clone Wars. Gotcha. Those those are his babies. So is um, Rebels, which only got really, really good there at the end. But so you're telling me this whole series is animated? No. no. I'm kidding. But well, it's, it's like the, the way it is, is like he has the same passion for the... Yeah, the, no, I gotcha. Yeah. He's going to make it come out really well. No yes. What, visually, it's going to be a masterpiece, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. So, again, we're only talking about the first two episodes as of recording. There's like uh, four or five out now, like four. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Britton, what did you think about the first two episodes of Hot D? Uh, fucking beautiful. There's actually one specific scene I was thinking about today that I wanted to talk about. Anyway. <clears throat> um, do I want to get into it now? Yeah, I want to know what you have to think about it. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, I got something stuck in my throat. Um, my so bad. the scene that like really I was like, I don't know why I was like psychoanalyzing it the entire thing, and it was so good to me because like the entire show, 
it's all the little things. Like the first season of Game of Thrones, like it's just beautiful because it's all the little things. It's all the little things that make the show great. And the scene where uh, the king goes to his queen, I don't remember names, I'm terrible with names. Emma. Emma, yeah, I remember yeah, it's that because like it's spelled funny. Yeah, yeah, it's spelled weird. Emma Aaron. Yeah, so she's taking a bath, and the king goes to her, and they're talking about the baby, and he's like, oh, I know it's my son. It's just, there are so many, so like, okay, I'm just going to list them off to make this easy for myself. So, the way she talks to him about how she's like, I've lost so many children before, it shows so much passion, and like, so... Just her telling him that, and like, just it shows the backstory. Like, gives us so much backstory between their like their lives and their relationship. Like, one, it just shows that like how much commitment she has to her like husband, and how much commitment she has to her role as like a queen and as a wife. Like, I know this is gonna sound weird, like now, but like for the timepiece, yeah. her role as a wife. So it's gonna, it's gonna. I don't know where I was going with that. So it shows like her commitment to her king, her role as a wife, as a queen, and him returning back to her being like, I know it's my son. This is a, this is a boy. Shows, like, it kind of foreshadows later, I'm assuming everyone's seen this since they're, like, listening. It shows later, like, when he chooses to C-section her and basically, like, sentence her to death, to, like, picking his son over her. That's kind of foreshadowed before in that scene when he's like I know this is my son I've seen it I've seen it in dreams he was born with with a with an iron crown like his this is my boy this is going to be my heir and it shows how much like this matters to him like this is like the only thing that matters to him even though it's quite clear in the scene that he loves his wife cuz like he's there he's doting on her he loves he's loving on her He's calling her pet names and stuff, but it just, ah, oh, this is just, oh, it's so good. Just that one scene fleshes out so much of these two characters and their history together and foreshadows, like, kind of the first big turn, like, the thing that sets off the story. The the biggest thing about A Song of Ice and Fire in general is the human I'm gonna heart. I'm going to preface right now. I yeah. have not read the books and yeah, I have not fine. finished the show, but I don't plan to, so fucking go yeah. for it. I the, just want to let you know I'm not going to understand anything from okay. the books. The biggest theme <clears throat> that George R.R. George R. Wright George R. R. Martin writes about is the human heart in conflict with itself. And you can see that in almost everything that he does. And this is a prime example of perfect, that. Perfect example of it. That's so good. I love, I love that. That's like probably one of my favorite scenes right now. It's a good scene. You got anything else to say about the first two episodes? Any any <clears throat> high points? Any low points? Oh, uh, man ass. High point. Yeah, you <laughs> love, love that man ass. Hell yeah, man ass. I don't know. It's just, it's there's so much about it. Like, just the simple interaction, like when they, so I know when the king is talking to the hand, it's called small council. When they're all mm-hmm. together, is it just called council? No, it's still it, called the small council. Really? Mm-hmm. It, it's his close oh. advisors. Yeah. I thought it was called something else, like the mm-hmm. something council. No, it's it's just the small council because it is a small council. Okay. It I thought like, small council was him and the hand, just them two. Mm-mm. Okay. So when they're doing, they, when they call the first small council, 
and Damon isn't there. Mm-hmm. And the hand is just, it's kind of like, it's almost as like a side comment where the, the hand is just like, oh, he's not here. Typical. And they move on. It's just, it that also just like kind of shows, like it shows his relationship with mm-hmm. the king's mm-hmm. brother. Mm-hmm. And how the, like the dichotomy there, like that little three-way relationship of them because the king defends him. He's like, oh, he's so busy. Like I gave him the guard, the watch. And then it switches to him like whipping or not really whipping, but like him, like talking to the guard and then him talking about how he like straightened them up. And it just, it flushes out like all three of their characters and such a simple little interaction. And then later on, like I think after Damon and the King, like had a fight or like an argument or something. Mm-hmm. And he's at the, he's at the brothel and you're like, he, he can't finish. Like he's really frustrated. Mm-hmm. And it's just, Oh, it's so good. Like, it's just, fuck. It's so good. I cannot wait to finish watching this show. I always liked how uh, George Martin writes his characters because he does he does show a lot of inner conflict, like you were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. But all, it's it's the flaws in his characters. Uh, uh, like, it, re, it, it hits that point of frustration that you get with the characters, mm-hmm. but not in such a way that it is too much. Because a lot of shows do that where they're, they, they frustrate the viewer so much where you're just like, I just don't like this person at yeah. all. Like, if you look at House of Dragons, I'm going to try not to get confused. Like, I'm not going to do any details of the uh, of the later episodes that have come out because I have mm-hmm. watched them. But I might say some information based on the characters that you could infer from the first two episodes. But later on, it's more concrete, right? So that really shines in – and I'm sorry. I guess I'm just going to hop into mine. Uh, <laughs> that really shines into um, – like the king, the king is one of my favorite characters, and it he is to me he's a he's I like him as a person. I feel like he's a he's a he's a very caring, kind person mm-hmm. as far especially whether his family goes. He's not a good king. No. He's definitely not no. a good king. The the every episode he makes at least one mistake that is so fucking dumb that it it just confuses me as a per like how did you make such a bad decision? Yeah, but the way he interacts especially with Renera, his daughter is it's really tender and sweet most of the time and even when he's really angry at her and stuff the way he still reacts is you can still tear you can still tell that he's like look this is my daughter and i love her mm-hmm. but at the same time this is the princess and i'm the king and i have to act accordingly at times you see yeah. that a lot in episode four it's like can't wait yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. going to be good, man. It's it's an Epi- episode, let me tell you. It is spicy. Mm-hmm. It's spicy. It is a spicy episode. But I really like him because he has that thing where it's like it, in any other time, he probably would have been a great king. It's just there's so much shit going down right now, it's not a good time for you. And if you listen to his advisors more, which by advisors, I mean one. He only really has one good advisor, in my opinion. So and, strong. Let's just say Otto Hightower. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. You don't like the hand? Oh no! Oh, he's great. Oh no! I, love I like hand. him except for one thing. What? Where he pawned his daughter off? Yes. Like oh no 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 He's a really good character. I'm but not I mean, saying I'm not saying I like him as a person, but as a as an advisor. I, yeah, I think yeah. he's I no, think he's a good advisor he, and a good character. He is. He has his own ambitions, but to me, he is still a very like loyal subject to his mm-hmm. king. Yeah. Obviously, he's still going to try to get something out of it for his line and his family and mm-hmm. himself. But he he is a good advisor, uh, in my opinion, at least. It's like 
but most of his fucking yeah, Sir Strong's good. He's probably the most I'm biased and one he's on. This. Probably the one that got gets listened to the least. Which is sad. Yeah, because most of his counsel is very conniving. Like they're they're only about the ambition. At least uh, Hightower, you know, he 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 does have ambition in him, as you see with what he does with uh, Alicent. However, for the most part, he is trying to help his king. He's trying to do things that's gonna help him out. There's the only thing about Otto Hightower is that yes, he does have his own ambitions. However, there is another member on his small count on the king's small council that Hightower works in tandem with, and that is the Maester. Because where mm-hmm. is High, where is where is the Hightower seat? It's an old town. What else is an old town? The Citadel. Yeah. So a lot of the times, those two are going to have aligned goals. Right. So that's one of the biggest reasons why. I don't really think he's the best advisor. One, because he is. Well, is it is this coming from uh, Sarah, who's read the book, or Sarah that's in the watched show. the first two episodes? Oh, you can see it, especially yeah. in the second episode. You can see it mm. when they're sticking his hand into the maggots. There is like if you pay attention to the scene, Otto and the Maester are both in there, and they're the Maester's just kind of looking at Otto like mm. this, like like piercing, like kind of. Yeah. Um, trying to talk to him non-verbally. Like. See, I, I did miss that. But what I do think is, is I think if he listened to uh, Otto a little bit more, he'd probably be a better king. Because some of the decisions he makes mm. could, probably could have been avoided. I'm not saying Otto is perfect here. He's mm. definitely not. There's there's a certain thing that happens in episode four where I'm just like, that's not how I would have fucking handled that. Nope. That was a terrible decision, and you might have just fucked everything up. I think but, I said that in the you know, middle of the episode. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I paused it and I told Allie what I would have done. <laughs> oh yeah, I did the same thing for my roommate. <laughs> Love it. So I don't know that I, I like that. I like, uh, you know, Renera also has flaws, even though she's like sort of the golden child of the series. Like she's the one. She's probably the one I have the highest hopes for for not being a fuck up. Uh, but she definitely still has flaws, uh, especially when it comes to like her uh emotions and how to work through them freaking damon ooh now damon i love damon i love damon's character okay but boy is he an asshole for no reason sometimes <laughs> like no there is a reason i know but it's like dude you're only making shit worse for yourself he's got a very big self destructive streak oh yeah oh, huge yeah. huge and i'm like dude the potential that you have that you're wasting in every episode because we see him do some amazing shit. Oh, you can tell he was definitely jaded by something in the past before the show started. Oh, yeah. And I cannot fucking wait for them to flesh that out. I want to see the deeper so reason. Because I, I refuse to believe, because this is George that, Martin. That he's George Martin, just like that. Like, I like George Martin's works. I'm not saying the double R is too much of a mouthful, okay? Yeah. I like George Martin's works. Senior uh, Martin. And, or Martin, say, whatever. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I like beers in the weekend. We're on a first name. Basis. I like his works. I don't think he's the. He's definitely not. My, he's not my favorite fantasy writer. I don't think he's the best, but I like him a lot. I think he does really great shit. I think he's one of the best, and because of that reason, I don't believe for a second that Damon is just an asshole because he's the king's brother and he wants to be the king. I don't believe that's the only reason behind it. And I'm sure I mean, you like, know some shit he, that you don't need to tell me. Yeah, I mean, like you can he he infer wasn't even it from from the episodes themselves. All he wants is attention and recognition from his brother. That's yeah, right. literally the only thing he really, really wants. 
But uh, the characters are the big point in the show for me. Um, the I mean, characters are the only thing in the show. Well, I mean, there, there's, uh, yeah, there's not that much action. I mean, the, the action scenes we've got have yeah, been yeah. pretty <laughs> fucking great, you know. Yeah. Uh, the set sets sets are great. Um, everything looks good for the most part. One thing I do have a problem with is when things are happening kind of fast in certain scenes. It seems it's like the quality just sort of drops off as what far as like like their CGI and shit like uh, House of the Dragon CGI, right. like when things are happening quickly, it's like they got it's like if you had a, we're playing a video game, you turn the motion blur all the way up. Now, are you talking about how like during fight scenes there's like a lot of fast cuts? No, no, not the cuts. Okay, because like, that's that's actually one of the. Uh, that's just how he does. No, I, I yeah. Don't worry. I I know how. <laughs> I know how that aspect of cinematography works. It's just the CGI like definitely. Literally the CGI. Yeah, it's like a the CGI. It's, it's real choppy sometimes, and and it's not because I'm watching on a shitty TV. I've got like the 4K, the whole setup, my guy. Huge TV. We're good to go on that. It's just it is a little choppy. Well, to be fair, not everybody has Jeff Bezos money. No, I get that. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, Mister Fifty Four Dollars an Hour in Overtime. Hey, fuck you. Um, that's on overtime, which I don't get that much of. Anyway, uh, and I didn't make the goddamn movie or show, whatever. Which I think, uh, like, I, I, I know you have. I know you guys have some bones to pick <laughs> about the CGI and uh, Rings of Power. Mm-mm. You don't? Mm. I thought you, well, I do. There's a couple of. Scenes, I do. Uh, yeah, I'm sure, overall. but like, they don't have that issue. Yeah, they don't. So it's a lot smoother viewing yeah. experience yes. than that thing. So that's one thing I'll give Rings of Power over House of the Dragon. Uh, is a whole other can of beans of which one I like better, and I'm not going to open that yet. Maybe later in the episode. Uh, but that's probably the, my main t- like negative takeaway on House of the Dragon. Is yeah. like it does look a little, it looks a little shitty in parts. Like it just. For the most part, though, it's beautiful. Everything looks great, and just every now and the quality dips. And I'm not gonna stop watching it because of that. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the next fucking episode. Like, yeah. uh, I just can't fucking wait. So and that's fine. I mean, this is from a guy who plays Age of Empires two still in 2020, 2022. So I don't give a fuck that much about how it looks, but that does sort of like take me out of it a little bit yeah. during, during when I'm watching it. Um, some of the ca- <laughs> it's got some things that remind me of uh you know the, the OG Game of Thrones series. Like first off, watching Game of Thrones when it first came out, you remember how it was? It was like every every day it was Sundays, right? Every Sunday, Sunday an episode came out. All the homies get together. You watch Game of Thrones. It's exciting. You're ready to go. You get the fucking wine ready because they drink wine in the show. You're fucking ready to go. You're excited. And then, you know, uh, you watch it and you're like, oh man, if anything happens to Jon Snow, I'm going to fucking riot. <laughs> and I'm already like that with Kristen Cole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm already like that with Kristen Cole. I fucking love him. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I that is the, That's the homie right there. If anything happens to Kristen Cole, I'm gonna be He's fucking. Barely got pissed. any screen time too. Like, yeah, and I, I was sing, I was the same way. I was like, okay, I'm kind of fucking ready for this. I love guy. this guy. He put Damon in his fucking place. Imagine. So you saw how bad badass Damon was in the end of episode two, mm-hmm. which is like one of the hardest scenes I've seen in a long time. <clears throat> I thought he was gonna get Boromir'd for a second there, but homie just fucking whooped some ass. Now, what what do you think Cole can do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know one fight isn't. Uh, 
enough to go off of, mm-hmm. but I just got high hopes. I love that guy. I like the way he is. I mean, the way he acts around Rhaenyra, he's like a real, you know, he's a he's a uh, loyal. You can tell they have like actual good relationship. Yeah, yeah. He he is. The, his facial expressions when they go to uh, confront Damon on the fucking bridge to go get the dragon egg, and he's just like. You could tell at like there were signs where, like you see him in the background. You just see his face go like, "Oh fuck, yeah, here we he's go!" Literally, oh shit. And then here all the comes. other little shitheads, all the little turny knights and shit around him are like, you know, they don't even <laughs> notice. But yeah. him and the big bald man, the one we love too, they're just like, oh, "Fuck, <laughs> here we go." So I, I love that character. I don't want anything to happen to him. But also it, the big bald man, I'll fucking I never remember his name, but he's in other stuff that I love. I always love his character. He does so well. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually I'm super excited. He's in this show. I can't wait for it. For like his story to flesh out, because I know what's gonna happen. Are you talking about the new captain of the King's Guard in episode two? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's a uh, is the he the new guard? Man. He's like he's bald, like, big bushy beard, not big bushy beard, like a, a good beard. He was the one who was like, "I'm glad you're back, princess." After yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't remember his fucking name. <laughs> he's cool. I'll yeah, like no, him. he he knows what he's doing, man. Yeah. He looks like a distinguished gentleman. It's like I don't know. I like. I really like. Uh, like the show so far. There's a lot. <laughs> I wish this was over episodes three and four as well. There's a lot for me to say there, but uh, sh- maybe shit's we'll, good. Maybe we'll like do like a mid-season episode. I'd love to do that. I'd fucking love yeah. to do that. I would be down for that. Yeah. yeah. And then do like a season wrap episode. Well, speaking of Sarah being down, what are your takeaways for the first two episodes? It's your turn. Um... I was at first really, really apprehensive just because I did watch the original show, a Game of Th- well, Game of Thrones, um, and I was not happy with it. It broke my heart, and I didn't want to talk about A Song of Ice and Fire or Game of Thrones for like two years at all. Like any time it was brought up, I was really mad. Oh, sorry. Uh, but uh, overall, uh, I, I I really love it. It is everything I would really hope for in a show about one of my favorite fantasy series um you know there's dragons great (laughs) yes there's a lot of dragons i'm really happy about that hell yes um the casting choices are not quite what i would have picked except for rhaenyra young rhaenyra older rhaenyra uh, we'll get into later okay she looks like Younger Rhaenyra, but older, so that's a good casting choice. The only one I was kind of like eh, about was Matt Smith, but <laughs> God oh, he, damn, he is so he is nailing. It. God damn, he's so, such a. Good he's actor. always been a great actor because yeah. Allie has this thing, like she has a hang up on Matt Smith. She's <clears> like, that's face. a fucking doctor. He looks like a troll. He shouldn't <laughs> he be in anything. Like a thumb thumb. He shouldn't be anything <laughs> in anything but Doctor Who. And I'm like, dude, give the man he's a chance. Even in my favorite movie, Mobius. Oh, fu- shut the fuck <laughs> up, dude. I still have not seen it, and I refuse. It's terrible. To. It's so it's such a fun time. It's so bad. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, overall, I, I'm really, really happy with it. Um, Damon is my favorite character so far just because of, one, how Matt Smith is playing him. Like, they could have gone... Because, okay, so the way he's described in Fire and Blood is just pure asshole they only ever talk about like his exploits and things like that because it's written from a biased point of view which is from a maester who are inherently misogynistic and biased sir towards men and things like that so they really don't 
paint a very pretty picture of Rhaenyra or her reign, uh, but and which includes Damon, and like overall the just just and a lot of it I, I'm not sure how much of it comes from Matt Smith himself because uh, in the scene during the uh, in the first episode at the very end during the funeral pyre when Rhaenyra's standing there and he comes up and he's like hey your dad needs you um that wasn't in them books at all like that was pure show and i loved it i was like there he is that is the complex character that i want Mm -hmm. in a series like this because he has he's not he's not a good guy but he's not completely evil he is a i'd put him at chaotic neutral if anything if we had to go by the 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 grid yeah i go i go for that He's not a good guy, but he's a good uncle. Yes, that is the one thing. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) That is the the one thing I will say about him. That was a thing. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) Um, Is that the things that are most important to Damon are his family and the people that he loves. He would do just about anything for them. Yeah. And a lot of his acting out and his quote-unquote assholishness comes from, just imagine like a toddler wanting to play with their big brother, but their big brother has better things to do. So what does the toddler do? They act out for attention. And there's also the whole he's a second son kind of thing. He's been disinherited. So he just, he he wilds out. He he, <laughs> <laughs> he wilds out. You know, he'd be wilding. Yeah. He'd be out there. He, he... He's also like in one of my other favorite scenes, and mm-hmm. I thought you were going to going to go into this about what you said. He's like the one thing he cares about most is family, mm-hmm. and when he's talking to um, I don't know his name, uh, the the Valyrian, the black guy. Oh, Corlys. Corlys. Yeah, Corlys. Yeah, when he's talking to Corlys, and they're talking and they're trying to like scheme, or like mm-hmm. Corlys is trying to get him on, uh, in on schemes, and he's like, "I will talk about my brother the way I please. You mm-hmm. will not." Yeah. That. It's, it's like it, like you can like you like you know there's animosity there but like, it's just ugh. I don't know if any of you have siblings but that is yeah. exactly sibling energy yeah. it's like I can hit my brother you can't you yeah. hit my brother I'm gonna hit you <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you up <laughs> yeah it's it's um, so good let's see <clears throat> really just Damon overall is really doing the show for me Ray Nira is really well written mm-hmm. I love her character um, especially in the first episode, you see a lot of it. The only person she is really real with is her uncle Damon. And to a lesser extent, Alison Hightower, her best friend. Like, for example, uh, I forget what it was, but basically she told her mother one thing and her father a completely different thing about what she thought about the, the baby. Mm-hmm. And essentially what it is is she does want power you can see it in the scene where they're talking about the tourney and how her father's like i know it's a boy during the small council meeting Mm -hmm. um when she's pouring the cups and she puts the uh the jug away there's this like split second where she stops and she looks up at the camera for like a brief second and just that scene says everything because what she she is essentially just there for the cups and it kind of follows into the second episode where she's been named heir but what do they have her do 
still the same fucking shit Mm -hmm. and they're not taking her seriously and that is a big theme for that episode and and it largely comes down to she's a woman and they don't really think that he's serious about making her heir yeah and like Otto dismisses her her father dismisses her the only one who takes her seriously is Corliss and that's just because it serves his own self interests Mm -hmm. And he also, I don't know, I, I like Corliss. I feel like it, it was a little bit more than just serving his own self-interest because he does pay attention to stuff like that. First off, uh, I think we should all agree that Corliss is uh, the master of drip. Yes. And I'll stand by that. I love Corliss. I love him so much. Yeah. Drip the fuck out. Every scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Be fucking icy, brother. He's awesome. Love Corliss. <clears throat> Be- best looking dude. Britain. He's best boy. Best looking mm-hmm. dude. No, no, no. Best boy is Caraxes, the dragon. Uh, best boy is uh, Sir Christian Cole. Uh, thank you. But who's best girl? <clears throat> I don't know. I, like I guess her. I guess yeah, I, mean, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, everyone else is kind of bitchy or dumb. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say Cyrax. I'm always gonna go for the dragons. Of course you are. <laughs> okay, yeah. I was gonna say like there's like three women and like two of them are children. So I kind of feel <laughs> my hands are tied here. Uh, <clears throat> best scene. Uh, best scene for me? Best scene. Okay. Ty, did you give your best scene? I gave a few of them. Oh, that's fair. Uh, I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah, that's fair. Best scene. Best scene. Or you're like few if they're like all tied. Yeah, there's a couple. Okay. They all involve Rhaenyra. They all involve Rhaenyra. Um, An unpopular opinion about her. No? Yeah. Go ahead and give it. I was just going to say I think she doesn't emote enough, but I like, understand why, but I feel like she could... Maybe, and it's not like the actor's fault. No, it's just like I feel like there is a her reason. writing. I feel like you there see more in the next two episodes. Yeah. Okay, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm only yeah. in two episodes. In anyway, go ahead. Okay. Um. <clears throat> all right. So I guess I'll go in order, um, in which they air. So let's see. And they're all in episode two. So one of my favorite scenes is after she picks Sir Kristen Cole for the King's Guard. She's having dinner with her dad. And it's a really great scene because it just shows how awkward it is. It's completely silent. There's no music. That in fact, good. you hear yeah. fucking crickets going on in the scene. And it's set up beautifully because there's this table. And in between them is... You can hear like every, every oh, time, yeah. every knife, every fork. I feel like that scene really like uh, like hammers in just how bad Renera <clears throat> and her dad are bad about mm-hmm. talking oh, yeah. to each about other. their emotions yeah. to each other and like relating like how they feel and what their intentions are. Like it's so bad that the foley for it was intentionally loud. Mm-hmm. Like, like especially when she's tearing apart the chicken. I'm like that's not how chicken sounds when you tear it apart. They did foley the oh, yeah. intense foley art for oh, this yeah. one and you can tell. Oh yeah. Top tier. Top and tier scene. It's set up really well because the thing that's in between them when it pans into the scene is it comes down and it's the uh, the diorama he's built of old Valyria, which is like kind of kind of thematic in a sense that there is this thing that they won't talk about that involves that, which is the prophecy, and like they it's it's clear they haven't really talked about it since he just sprung it on her, mm-hmm. right? There's that one, two. They're at opposite ends of the table, and that's kind of how it was back in the day. You're not going to sit right next to them. You're going to sit at opposite ends. Three 
anytime she brings something up, she is fishing for praise. She's like, look at me. See how good I do. See how well I am doing without with 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 what you've been giving me with the tasks that I've been given. Like for example, whenever she goes, "Oh, I picked a, you know, a knight. He's the only one I figured out he was the only one with combat experience." And he was like, "Yeah, and he'll be a good member of the King's Guard." That's not what she wanted to hear. What she wanted to hear was, "Good job. You picked out the right man." But instead he praises him for his well, you know, like he, he's read a lot of history books. He hasn't read any uh, parenting books, so. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's one one. He hasn't gotten that copy yet. And what? Huh? Well, what's the second scene? Oh, I'm not done with that first. Oh, one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it continues on that she goes on further to be like today at you know small council, and he just immediately shuts her down. He doesn't want to talk about it anymore. And at that point, she yeah, he was like, "You will learn," and it just cuts it. She basically, yeah, he's like, you're young. You don't know anything. And she's like, oh, okay, fine. Fuck you too. And she puts her food down. She doesn't want to eat anymore. She shoves her plate. She's done, right? And that's that's where they leave it. Mm -hmm. Second scene is, and there's three, all from the same episode, and they kind of go in order. So the second one is when they're all on the the bridge with their metaphorical dicks out, the Mm -hmm. swords. And... They're all about to go to blows, and then they look over, and what's that? It's the fucking dragon coming out from underneath the clouds. And that was a really cool CG scene, by the way. I don't care. It looked awesome. It gave me chills. She flies around. She flies over Caraxes in a kind of taunting way. Like, I know you're not going to do anything to me, because she knows her uncle. Yeah. That's the whole reason she's doing this, because she knows, she bets that he's not going to do anything to her. Yeah. And she's right. She calls his bluff. Shows up says, hey, this is my castle. What are you doing here? And he's like, you know, he says the bullshit that he says. And she's like, really? Well, you know what? Just kill me here then. You know, be done with it. And he's like, he doesn't even say anything. He just walks away and footballs the the fucking egg back at her. I love that. And her look, the little smile on her face when she looks down at the Mm -hmm. egg, she's like, I fucking did that. I love that scene specifically because he doesn't hand it to her. He's walking away and he's just like... (laughs) And it just... It shows that he doesn't give a fuck about the dragon or the tradition. He wants to piss off his brother. That's all it was. Yeah, he doesn't care about the dragons or the egg. It's the tradition. Fucking put the egg in the crate. He doesn't care about any of that. And that comes back down to him just crying for attention Mm -hmm. from his brother. That is all this is. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, the next scene is when she gets back and her father is pissed off and she comes in and he's like you could have been hurt and she's like can I sit down and he's just like he didn't he expected a fight she said no we're gonna talk yeah. <laughs> we, we are gonna talk <clears throat> and then they do and it's and it's actually really quite heartwarming and then he fucking <laughs> crushes her in the next fucking scene by asking her best friend to be his wife. Yep. It's, yeah. It's, Doesn't even ask though. He just no. announces. He's like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna marry that yeah. small child. Yeah. And it's 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 like it's like you know that meme that I'm sure at least one of you has seen. It's it's this little cartoon. It's like a blob inside of a box. Yeah. yeah and the yeah. blob kind of comes out. Yeah, and it gets punched. Punched, and, and, and then, then the walls get. Hard. That's exactly what that's fucking happens yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a good man. meme for yeah. it. Oh. Yeah. That's good. But out of the first two episodes, those are probably my two favorite scenes. I have a couple from the first one, but 
Uh, I wouldn't really call them favorites. More along the lines of they, uh, I really like how they were done. Mm-hmm. Um, such as uh, the the cesarean part of it. Whenever they're cutting mm. into her mother, and it keeps cutting in between Didn't the like battle that. on the. T- oh no, I can't. I've watched it the one time, and every subs- every time I've watched it since, I I have to turn away. I'm like, I can't watch this. Again. Didn't like that. Oh no, I hated that. But I did like how they cut it. They muted the the birthing and intercut it with the sounds and the scenes from the battle, further emphasizing that the bed is in in this setting, the woman's battlefield. And they reference that later on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we're, they actually uh, referenced that earlier because she, when she's talking to Rhaenyra, the first time the queen is on scene, mm-hmm. she like literally says that mm-hmm. to her, like, "This is our duty. This is our mm-hmm. battlefield. Mm-hmm. You're going to sit in this chair." And that's actually further punctuated in the scene that you like whenever she's in the bathtub talking to her mm-hmm. husband. At the very end of that scene, what fades in is the pounding of the breastplates. Mm-hmm. They don't show you the breastplates. In fact, when it first cuts in, you're not even really entirely sure what's going on. And then it's, yeah, it's so oh, close. All you see is the hand. They're yeah. getting ready they, for yeah, battle, which is what out. she's doing. Yeah. And I don't know if this was intentional. Uh, I don't know. I try to... I look at things that I like with a critical eye and with a critical mind. I can't ever just enjoy it. That's how I enjoy it. Is that the tourney field actually kind of looks Oh, we noticed. Yeah. We noticed. Yeah. It looks you like know, a vagina. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I'll say it. Okay. All right. So it wasn't just fucking me. No, that me and Allie it. pointed out too. We're like, Does it, oh, look at these dudes doing like vagina While we're vagina talking about things course. that look like genitalia, Xerox or whatever that dragon's name is. Xerox. Its head and neck looks like a penis. It looks like a limp a dick. Dickhead, yeah. That's because he's a little freak. He was born weird. He's uh. he's a noodle dragon. He's the yeah, other he's ones. He's a little noodle boy. The other ones that are gonna have his same head shape aren't gonna have his same body shape. He's well, he's a little freak. Speaking of dicks, <laughs> speaking, yeah. of, speaking of dicks and what we're all being right now, we're forty minutes in the episode. Let's try to get Travis in here. Um, <laughs> you got any questions? <laughs> I, I do, I do. Thank you for bringing it back to me. Um, so actually, I want to preface this real quick by saying, uh, so the original Game of Thrones came out in two thousand and eleven. Um, I that late? Yeah. I could have yeah. first season came out in 2001. Wow. Was it? I mm-hmm. it was 2010. He probably Googled it. I Googled it. Oh, yeah. okay. To, pr- to bring up this point. Um, so, I've never been a big fan of raunchy scenes in TV shows, mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, growing up, you know, cover your eyes, is nudity. And Well, I remember whenever Game of Thrones came out, uh, my family members watching it. And I remembered almost every single time I walked into the room to like try to like digest a minute to see if I wanted to watch it. It was just like a sex scene. And I was like, okay... I don't really care for this. And I've heard time and time again, okay, it's more than just sex. Okay, well, what is it? Well, it's incest. I'm like, okay, that's, that's worse. Um, There's a but lot then, but, to but it. Then, but then I hear, like, you know, the positives and, and the character development and the people you fall you know, in love with. And then you fall in love with the character and then he dies, like, the next episode. And so I've always heard, of, like, a lot of these ups and downs mixed in with my own views of the show. So I've never really watched Game of Thrones. Now, tie that into um, House of the Dragon. Um, I... The other day, I walked downstairs. Uh, it was actually yesterday, in fact. I walked downstairs, and I saw Ty and Allie watching it. And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." I'm going to sit here for a minute, and I'm going to kind of like <laughs> well, see if this is my Real th- quick, before you go on, I just want you to know, in the four episodes that are out, because he walked in during the fourth episode. Oh, which yeah, part? Yeah, that, that part. Which that part? The part where it's uncomfortable. So <laughs> there's a narrow down. There are only, <laughs> there are only like maybe three... 
raunchy scenes. Like okay. there's like there there's you could say four, but I wouldn't because one of them's kind of not. I wouldn't call it raunchy. I'd call it more character uh, development. Uh, and the reason I'm bringing up the raunchiness is that was something that kind of like deterred me away from the show. I didn't really, you know, yeah. I was like, I don't want to. That's a lot, you know. That's a lot to take in, and um, it's just it's not it's not really an element in TV I really care about. Um, I really want to focus more on the character development. Now, y'all talking about this show kind of like made me realize something that a lot of these scenes are the development. Um, I was kind mm-hmm. of thinking about it while y'all were talking about the character development, and then y'all brought up like a bathtub scene. And all oh, there, that. there's no there's no like sexual scenes in like uh, House of the Dragon. There isn't Game of Thrones, but there's none yeah. in House of the Dragons that don't also provide some sort of development like, to the plot uh, or character. The purpose of the scene is not to give you a boner. They even so they even that, came up But in Game of Thrones, a, yes. They yeah. even came up with a word for it back when Game of Thrones cuz Game of Thrones did it too. Yeah. They called it not, sex position, a combination of sex and ex- exposition. Yeah, yeah, but Game of Thrones also had just pure yeah, sure nudity for no so, reason. The House of the Dragon has not had that yet. So mm-hmm. so so the the what I was tying together though as y'all were describing, you know, House of the Dragon um, was kind of like uh, it's obviously a, a very, very intimacy-focused series, not just so much in a sexual sense, but in like the relationships and the character development and um, stuff like that. And I, I, I almost want to go back and give Game of Thrones a chance, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna scratch that for a minute and just focus on House of Dragon because that's what the episode is. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't. That that wasn't more or less a question. That was more. Or less, I just wanted to say, make a I'll, statement on I'll it. I'll tell you the same thing uh, I told Brady about Naruto when it comes to Game of Thrones. Uh, does it have good shit in it? Yeah, but are there better things to watch now? Yeah. Yes. yes. So, with, with that aside, with that That's aside, I, I I see the this the intimate scenes less just raunchy and more development. But I'm glad you uh, said that Game of Thrones definitely just has. Just oh, hundred percent. But then again, that I mean. They were a product of their time. If they weren't battling, they were fucking. Like, that was just a part of it. Um, and a lot of times, that's how they sealed deals. That's how they made commitments. That's how they made... Like, it's just... Sex is the name of the game back in the day. Um, I, mean, I wouldn't even say back in the day. They could have just renamed the show S- S- Sex in the Castle, you know? just a- <laughs> Sex in the Castle? <laughs> that, is, that would be the it's best... It's not Sex in the City. It's Sex, of sex in the Castle. In the, city. the best Mr. rip-off Who's Mr. Porn? Big in this case? I don't know. I didn't watch it. <laughs> um, anyways, so... Outside of that, uh, questions. Um, I know that early on in the Game of Thrones, you you know, uh, winter's coming. Is there any like kind of big bad around the corner that we're looking at, or is it just so yeah. far just well, we're here? I mean, there is, but like that has been shown in the show, like or alluded to in the show. Yeah, in the books, it's a little more nebulous, but in the show, they literally make it like a person, like a guy. So they're they're so in the in the Game Wait. of Thrones. You're not talking about the Crab Man. Oh, wait. Are we talking about Game of Thrones or House of the Dragon? We're talking about House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. Okay, so you're talking about... Okay, I... Sorry, I was so on... Because he said winter is coming, and that made no, me No, he said, is there anything like that in House is, of the is Dragon? There, is there... It's I wouldn't winter. say so. Like, is like there, in the future, do you want me just kind of non-spoilery kind of tell you? Can, you can, non-spoiler. Yeah, do, do a non-spoiler version, obviously, but like... There um, is no big what is, magical thing that is an enemy that I can recall. Yeah. So, okay, but like, there's no like end all that you foresee coming. Yeah, there's not like an apocalypse like in right. Game of Thrones. Other than the winter that's coming that, in Game of Thrones yeah. later, later on, on the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that one? Do they reference that winter? I feel like that's not... There, there is a yeah. reference that's, to it. That's what yeah. the whole prophecy but it's like once. about. Okay. Like, this is mostly focused on... At least so far, from what I've seen, because I have not read the book, is mm-hmm. mostly focused on like the 
the dramas and conflicts that have to do with running a kingdom and being an heir. Okay. And being what everyone else is in their respective roles, like the second son. It's it's those conflicts, at least for now. Overall, I'd have to say that what is going to happen in this show does affect why Game of Thrones is set up the way Game of Thrones is set up. Because, I mean, you noticed there's three dragons in in Game of Thrones, right? Mm -hmm. Why do you think that is? That's all I'm going to say on it. So. So, here's a question, and respectfully it's for Sarah, but any one of y'all can answer um, as well. Uh, do you think this is going to be worth eight seasons, similar to Game of Thrones? No. Uh, I think it has a good six in it. If, six if seasons? Six, four to six. You can see these characters the thing, running a series. Here's the thing about Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones didn't have eight seasons worth of content. It had much, much more. Yeah, it could have And that's why three. season eight was so bad. Yep. I, I'd go so far as to say, and many people would disagree, that what happened in season eight wasn't necessarily the problem. It's the fact that it happened so fast. Yes. If it would have happened, paced out longer Ten with seasons. more explanation and more time to get used to these wild I've character swings, then it would make sense. It would make perfect sense. Honestly, it would be the ending that probably should happen, but it happened so fast. You're like, wait, why is this character so different from last episode? Because like in the timeline, like nine months has happened. It, it's never even referenced. Yeah, I haven't watched that far, but I've, I've heard that uh, Daenerys and Jon Snow like meet and then fall in love, have sex, and then he kills her in like seven episodes. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah, because it was like it was like episode six and season seven yeah. that they consummated on the boat. Yeah, yeah, like, it was like it was incredibly fast. It's it's not that the events in season eight were terrible. Of like, it was just mm-hmm. there was not enough time to. There's not enough time spent. There should have been a lot longer, like a lot more seasons going on. And the whole reason for that is not necessarily HBO's fault. HBO and George wanted to go on for another couple of seasons. And I'm sure all the actors would be fine with it too because they were getting fucking paid. paid. But however, Dumb and Dumber, as I like to call them, got offered a job by Disney to do a Star Wars trilogy of their own, so they rushed the last two seasons of Game of Thrones. Tell them the kicker. Tell them the kicker. Oh, yeah, and the kicker is is because they fucked up season eight and season seven so bad, Disney said, ah, we're going to fire you. Sorry. We decided to go in another direction. Yeah, That is literally what what they said. You know what I'm ready for? I'm ready for George, real quick. I'm just ready for George to finish those fucking books, and then we'll get Game of Thrones. It's never going to happen. That that fuck's going to die. George will finish... A Song of Ice and Fire, the same day Patrick Rothfuss finishes Name of the Wind series, and it's never going to happen. Don't tell me that. I'm ready for Game of Thrones Brotherhood. He's old, and he's fat, and I don't think he's going to What have you got, Travis? I have one more question, and this one is for you, Britton. So you mentioned that in Game of Thrones you watched all the way up to the final seasons? No. No, How much did you watch? Uh, Season three. Up till season three? I watched like half of season three i think i'm not sure i don't really remember so again i'm not trying to jump on the game of thrones saying obviously you quit watching it for a reason mm-hmm. do you see yourself stopping to watch this one for the same reason are you as- if it gets bad yeah i'm gonna stop watching it okay, well, like, i don't want to watch anything bad i don't think it will get bad but no i'm with you on that yeah. see i stopped watching in season four because they assassinated jamie's character and i fucking hated it why did you stop watching in season three <clears throat> i saw where it was going mm-hmm 
and I didn't like it. So you never finished it either? Oh no, I did. I, I hate watched, watched it, all. it all the way oh, five, six, it. seven. You enjoyed watching it till season four. Oh yeah. Then you hate watched it. Okay. In season four, there's this one scene where Jamie does some rather awful things to Cersei, and it's non-consensual. And that doesn't happen in the books. It's 100% consensual, and it always is between them. And him doing that to, to Cersei just makes no fucking sense. He would mm. never, ever do yeah, that. Yeah, that was a wild, a wild time. I, wasn't, I yeah, didn't like that. Basically the same thing where it started, things started happening. I'm like, why? What, what, you, are these decisions? Are, these see, being, are they being forced to do these things? And I, I, like, no, I, think, I think Game I'm of good. Thrones hit the potholes, so new yeah. fantasy shows can avoid them that's the thing though is game of moans that is definitely one of my biggest gripe about <laughs> about the uh, game of moans is the about the uh tv show a game, a game of thrones is that they added in non-consensual things where before it, in the books it yeah was not that at all they, they definitely could have stuck Stuck like to they, the books a lot there more. was no reason to do they that. They wanted just to add more shock to For the, the series. Shock value. That's what it was. It, Game of Thrones was all about shock value, especially there at the end. And it, 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 that wasn't George's fault. Like nope. he does have some shock value in his yep. books. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we all know what the Red Wedding is. That Even the people who haven't watched the show, I'm sure you've heard of it. Negative. Okay, <gasps> maybe not. Well, don't. We're not going to get into that. We, I understand. It. We need to get into the other show on this episode. Yeah. So we're gonna. At 52 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think there's going to be less we to got, say about this one, We got seven though. minutes. Um, let's do this lightning round. Because I'm going to go ahead and say it. Uh, I, I do think uh, I like House of the Dragons better uh, than uh, Rings of Power. I do like Rings of Power, though. And I do content, plan on continuing to watch it. I'm enjoying it. Before we go around and everybody talks their part, obviously, yeah. this is the one I've only seen 30 minutes of. I did see one scene of when Ty was watching it. Ty, I don't know what episode you were on. Um, so I'm not going to... Sp- have you watched any of the new episodes of Rings of Power? I've watched one and two. Okay. I've watched it, what I've needed to. There's a scene with a back alley fight. Yeah, that shit was sick. Was that in... That I think it was episode, episode three. three. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not going to spoil it, obviously. She was I'm, metal. I'm not going to watch but it. I, I, You're not well, going to watch it? I, no, I don't care okay. about Rings of Power. Okay, well, uh, like anyways. So back to me, you know, couch watching these shows with Ty, like when I'm in the living room and he's in there. Uh, the scene came on and I couldn't tell you without asking what show it was from it was graphic the the dude is just in a fight in a back alley and he just like grabs this guy's arm pins it against a wall and, and breaks, breaks it you it see the in, bones in you the see skin the bones. he grabs another dude and puts his head on like the the corner edge of a building yeah and like bashes his head in and like it looked like it doesn't look like rings of power it, it, it is it, the it, most visceral thing it, i've seen in the show it, it looked very house of dragons game of thrones ish you know hbo ish and i was like wow that's metal that was some spartacus and, type and i was shit. like yeah. i was like ty what are you watching bro and he's like rings of power and i was like no fucking way this See, is that's a, the thing. like that's crazy that's the thing because i'll go into mine rings of power is like rings of power is what you watch with your kids and house of the dragons is what you watch when your kids go to sleep you know mm-hmm. what i mean rings of power is a much it's a lot cleaner like there's not as much like well i mean it is tolkien it is Tolkien, yeah, and so, the, the, that, there's a reason for that. However, that one scene in season three, I I, I was not ready for it because it doesn't look like something that would be in the show. Exactly. I enjoyed it exactly. Like <laughs> when, when I think of like Lord of the Rings and like that whole series, you know, in general, I think when like the, the combat, I think of fantasy violence. 
you know, fantasy violence and stuff like that. Like rated T for teen shit. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. you, you think like, oh, somebody gets shot with an arrow, but you never see more than just the arrow. Somebody gets cut with a sword, but you never see more than just the impact. Like, even the battles in, uh, like, the Lord of the Rings, as huge as they are, you never see anything just graphic. Mm-hmm. And if it's graphic, it always happens to something unhumanly, like uh, an a troll orc or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it takes away from, like, <laughs> it takes away from the how visceral it is. Um, but, no, just seeing that scene, I was like, Amazon, and now Amazon has done a really good job, though, about, like... See, the thing about Amazon is Prime Originals are consistently high quality because they have the budget. Mm-hmm. Yep. But however, and the, the thing, a lot of people, and maybe some of y'all in this room, are sleeping on some quality fucking television coming from Prime. <laughs> Invincible. <coughs> Invincible's oh, Invincible, great. The, the Boys, boys are, is fantastic. Um, so that, the Boys, that, ooh, I love Ten boys. Star, Ten Star is really good. That scene, though, looked like you could have just took a... Um, a mocap scene from the boys and just put it over fantasy era uh, <laughs> castle town and it would have been it the same brutal. thing it was brutal it was brutal but yeah. with, with that being said though like that's that's something I I love I like, I, that's something I could see this. myself getting into and that's why when I watched the 30 minutes I did today I really was like fuck I should have done this a hell of a lot sooner um, because for you guys listening I wasn't originally supposed to be on this episode it was Brady um, so you know, Brady had watched these episodes. Well, he had events come up, this, that, or another. Uh, so he wasn't able to make it tonight. So that left me with a very short period of time to watch it, a period of like three, four days. Um, and granted, I got sidetracked with life and everything. I didn't really put much time into it. However, the 30 minutes I watched, I was like, fuck, I should, I should have watched this before. Like, I should have actually sat down and made time for this because I've enjoyed it. Um, with that being said, uh, yeah, I fuck heavy with it just because of that one scene. That one 15-second fight scene. I was like, this is it. And, uh, and that's fine. Like, how much about, like, Tolkien's Legendarium do you know about? Not a lot. I watched Lord of the Rings growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched The Hobbits. I worked in the movie mm-hmm. theater when the first two came out. Okay. Um, I, I know of the world. I'm I'm not going to say I'm invested in the world. Um, but I, I can enjoy a good Lord of the Rings and Serious. I'm fully convinced that they will occasionally throw a bone to big old fans like me, mm-hmm. but then fans like you who, you know, know it, like it, wouldn't say they're heavily invested. Right. This is for you guys. This isn't for us. This is for you. So uh, I can things, I can appreciate what they've thrown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So things like that are going to appeal to like a wider audience. Right. Whereas me, I'm all like, where are the fucking beards on the dwarf on the female and, dwarves and, and, and the, <laughs> in the synopsis and maybe this is something that you can um go into detail about when it comes around um they were talking about in tolkien's universe you have what's called the seen and the unseen yes um and the scene being um and that, that's actually something i was really confused on so i'm not going to try to butcher the definition um but it was basically going into uh details of like how expansive the universe actually uh-huh. is and okay so surface information versus like you, you can know this amount and still be a fan, yeah. but like, there's miles deep of information. That, oh, wait, are you talking it. about the iceberg? Because there's literally stuff in Tolkien's Legendarium called the seen and the unseen. I'm talking if specifically we, the seen and the unseen. I don't think we like, can get into that tonight. <laughs> it's real simple. I, I know they I know they touch base on it heavily um, coming into the later episodes, uh-huh. uh, so you don't have to go into detail on that. It's I'm just real simple. Seen is what you see, and the unseen is what you see, uh, is what you don't see. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, okay, so you know when Frodo puts the ring on, and yep. he's in that weird, that's the unseen. The unseen, right. Where and elves, 
are pretty much, since they are magical motherfuckers, they are both part of the seen and the unseen. So Their story can, runs in one yeah. direction, unseen, and then in another scene. Uh, more along the lines of they are, and it's like standing standing across a river with your feet planted on both sides, a bit like that. Gotcha, gotcha. Good uh, analogy. Good analogy. Yeah, <laughs> well, so, anywho, rings of power. Um, sucks. What I thought. <laughs> so we we've talked a lot in this podcast in previous episodes many times on. Uh, I know I sort of just said the same thing twice, talked a lot and many times, but we have talked many, many, many times about it, is, you know, we typically watch things with a critical eye, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. Well, this is how we typically watch things. Most people in this uh, podcast do, um, and that's how we enjoy it. However, there is something to be said. Sometimes you just want some dumb fun. Yeah. Or some, like, And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make it lesser. It's just a different type of enjoyment. That's how I feel about the MCU. Like, I don't criticize those yeah, films at all. Yeah. I don't. I don't criticize fun. them. They're just dumb fun. Like the other day, uh, Allie came home. Same way. Allie came home. And was like, you know, let's let's have some beers. Let's eat some food. You know, let's order in tonight. What? Why don't we watch a movie? I'm like, well, you know, uh, smooth brain time. Let's have some <laughs> dumb fun. Let's watch uh, the Spy Who Shagged Me. Oh yeah, it's a fucking be- great oh, yeah. movie. Austin Powers. Yeah, Hell, love Austin yeah. Powers. It's dumb. It's, it's dumb as fuck. Of my childhood. Yeah, it's dumb as fuck, but it's it's so fun, and like. When I watch House of Dragons, I'm I'm watching it. Like I am like tuned in. I am being critical. You're being surreal. If I'm watching Rings of Power, I'm smooth braining it. I'm just enjoying it. I'm having a good time. I'm relaxing. And you know, that part part of that might be something I'm able to do because I I'm not as invested into uh Tolkien's universe as some people. I I just I just will watch it and I enjoy it. It's fine. And Allie, Allie's a lore head. So like we're sitting there and she's like, ooh, Numenor. I was like, what's that? Is that in the movie? She's like, oh. well, not really. <laughs> I, I did the same fucking thing. I was like, oh, is that fucking Numenor? Yeah, that, that's that's Allie. <laughs> so you're telling me that R.R. Martin is like a super wrinkled brain motherfucker. And then Tolkien. No, Tolkien is. Not is at all. Tolkien is. Not at all. It's just Rings of Power yeah. is more catered towards like a. Much more casual to me. Yes. Oh, not Rings of Power. I was thinking of uh, House of Dragons. Yeah, uh, but no. Like, cool, because you said you're a critical thinker when you're watching House of Dragons, and no. I was like, is that because it's not? Know? It's not a reflection on the original writers of the universes. That, that's what I was trying to understand. It's like, a reflection on the TV shows that we're talking about right now tonight. Sorry, uh, forgive me for asking this. And my my question for you is like. Is it? Are you more critical with House of Dragons because you expect there to be more that no. you have to be critical to understand? Not because it's George over Tolkien. No, 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 no. Not, I, okay. I don't care about who wrote it. Oh, um, but because of the, the show. The show itself. Yes. You're more critical of House of Dragons because you know that there's more going on in the story than, yes. than obviously what's going on in Rings of Power. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because Rings of Power is probably going to hand you the story in a silver platter. Essentially. Whereas yeah. right. House yeah. of Dragons, and you've he, got to digest it a few times over he, before you fully get here's it. Here's the thing about gotcha. Prime, okay? Amazon, like I said, consistently puts out some banger-ass shows. Like it'll, I'll, I'll go on Amazon. I'll just watch something that I don't think I'm going to be interested in. I, I don't like like cop dramas. Yeah. But I watched like the first episode of Bosch, and then next thing I know, I watched every single season they had. Right. It was fucking amazing. It is was only fucking murder incredible. In the buildings is the only murders in the building. Is that Amazon? I don't know. Or is that Hulu? I don't know. But they have great things. The Expanse they did a great job with. They do a great job with everything, but fantasy. If you ask me, um, 
because they did they did Wheel of Time, and I'm I'm a I like oh. Wheel of Time a lot. Yeah. The series disappointed me a bon- like beyond words. It was terrible. It was just they they changed shit for no reason. They made things cost more money. They didn't even change shit because they're saving money. Like oh, we don't want to CGI that. They changed shit just because. There is no fucking reason. They had to put CGI in where they didn't have to, and they could have saved like I don't know, like two or three hundred bucks on one fucking scene. Like they just changed random shit, and it's not just because I'm a lorehead. Just just watching it from a casual point of view, because I tried. I watched each episode twice. I, I watched one being critical, and one trying to just sit back and relax, and it was just dog shit. Either way, it was fucking awful. But. I don't think Amazon does good fantasy. I think they do great sci-fi, great dramas, great everything. But I think Amazon just has a problem with fantasy, and it's a direct reflection of uh, who they <laughs> who they pay to write the fucking shows. So you would say House of Dragons is a passion project, and uh, Rings of Power is more or less like a. I would actually not say that about Rings of Power. The people who are working it working on it they throw in shit that made me go oh my god and made me go okay so the people who are working on it do know they're Tolkien they do know it but I wouldn't I I, I, I would put it in more of it's a cash grab than a passion project that's fair here's here's a question Um, so in the synopsis I'll watch and this is something I didn't even think would be ever a thing Um, so Prime or Amazon is having a hard time with rights in, in the mm-hmm. in the show, uh, yep. where they can't touch on certain parts mm-hmm. because of their rights that they don't own, yeah, and that's not something I really like fully comprehend. Like I, I get rights and all of that. They can only use the material in the appendices in the Return of the King. Really? Yes, they don't have the rights to use anything from the Silmarillion that isn't already in the Here, appendices. Of here's the of the what King. I'll say about it too: is, is like. Going back to the Wheel of Time, the person who was writing the script for the show, uh, originally I had high hopes because they're putting, uh, I was following it deep. Like it was on their Twitter and everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't even use Twitter. So you know it's deep. And this motherfucker, like, he posts pictures of, like, his copies of the books and they just be, like, worn. And I'm not talking like you don't take care of your books worn. I'm talking like this motherfucker has burned through these pages, reading them over and over and over again. He's like, I've always been a fan of this. There's. Just because someone is passionate about it and is a passion project does not mean they're going to do a good job because they still might change shit because they want to change shit. They mm-hmm. might and they might be so passionate. There's about a reason it that they why like it should have been another way. There's a reason why they're doing something on a fucking book series that was written by uh, this guy and not written by them. There's a reason why they're not the one getting the fucking deal. They didn't write the goddamn thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if like, they could write something that sense, good, yeah. Yeah. if they could write something that good, they would. They they would have fucking they would have bought their rights to that shit because they already know. Well, this person, you know, they right. they work in t- television, that, so this shit should be easier to adapt. That, so, just because you're passionate about it, does not mean you're gonna do a fucking good job. Stephen yeah, but, King, take notes, <laughs> motherfucker. Nobody wants your shit. We're not getting Stephen King. I'll be here all fucking night. Yeah, but let me finish my shit on Rings of Power. <laughs> Because I didn't get to. <laughs> Fuck you very much. Uh, anyway. Sorry, I kept like having questions between the two coming out. <laughs> this is my first time to really talk this episode, guys. I'm sorry. I like it. I like watching it. It is more of a casual view for me, though. Of, uh, I think I think uh, 
it consistently looks a little bit is more consistent on how it looks than House of the Dragon. Uh, is there elf sex? No. Not yet. Damn. There might be. I don't know. But I don't. I the characters interest. aren't as interesting <laughs> as House of the Dragon. Like like. They're not as interesting, man. Like, fucking, yeah. Galadriel's a bad bitch, but sometimes she's just a regular bitch for no reason. And I, I get what they're going for. Oh, it's because of, you know, PTSD and, like, how how our character arc and all that shit is. Like, let me tell you, that's not how that works. Jill is a Mary Sue. It's not, yeah. there, there's a lot of shit going on where I'm just like, yo. Who is? Galad- uh, oh, Galadriel. Yeah, Jill. 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 Sorry, I didn't snap to that. Yeah. It's... I don't know. It is fun to watch. I am enjoying it. Um, there are some scenes in there that I really like. Uh, I was taken aback by that fucking episode three scene you were t- talking about. Uh, wasn't ready for that because most most of the combat scenes and other stuff have been very vanilla. I had a question about that scene that I forgot to ask. Do you remember? Yes. What is it? What is the purpose of the gore? To show... Well, that Halbrand is not what he seems. He, it is revealed that he has uh, direct ties as far as lineage goes to the king that sort of sided with uh, what is it, Morgoth? Morgoth. Yeah. So like, uh, his lineage is sort of tied to those guys. So there's a darkness to him or whatever. Okay. So when he goes, because he's he's normally very like he's fast talking. You know, chill, mostly chill kind of dude, just trying to get things to go his way. And then when he has to get into a fight, he's like, hey, don't do this. You know, we don't have to fight or anything. And they start beating the shit out of him. And he snaps. He goes like, he says, he he says, I enter rage. And then he just fucking, he just (laughs) murders. Yeah, he I rage and he just fucking murders like doesn't murder him but like he, uh, my man is well someone might be dead I don't know <laughs> homie puts the fucking shit kicking on these guys like this is a very good fight scene it, it was there is no complaint for this fight scene I'm not saying like like it served a purpose it looked great while it happened and it fucking woke me up no, I wasn't actually asleep <laughs> but like it woke me up to like oh fuck like I'm watching a uh, I'm not watching a fucking. I'm not watching Lord of the Rings show. anymore. I this shit was anti- sick. I didn't anticipate the arm break. I was like, oh See, shit! Oh, yeah, no, when, I went. When Ooh. he, when he brought that up, because <laughs> I I didn't watch, I haven't watched episode three. So when he brought that up, my first, my literally my first like instinct was like, oh, okay, shock value. So so like the they, arm the arm break was like enough. I was like, okay, damn, y'all did it. And then the kicking, the, throwing the dude's head into the corner, a brick wall, into the a into corner the, of a the brick wall, of a brick wall, and just and it wasn't like it just goes off scene and you just kind of imagine it. Ha- they showed bam! it, they no, showed yeah. it, and you hear it, dude. And crunch. I was just, like, oh my god, we and did that it. that that scene right there, it made me think that because that was the the last episode that came out, and it's it's making me wonder if it's going to go in a different direction with the rest of the series where it's a little less. Smooth brainish, because that was some good writing uh, as far as with his character, and uh, as far as I'm concerned, I, I enjoyed that. Now it it make it makes me start to wonder if maybe I should expect a little bit more from the show. Right. But even if it doesn't, even if it just stays like a good like popcorn, watch it while I'm eating still dinner fun. thing, I'm still gonna watch it. It's still fun. I I expected it to be absolute dog shit, so that might be tying into how it's pretty pretty good for me like you know yeah. uh there are a lot of hype like there's some moments that are kind of hype 
there like there's a scene where like the elves are in a fucking labor camp or some shit and they almost get free and dude gets fucking boromir and I was like, yo, okay, that made me feel something. Let's go, you know? That was pretty sick, you know? Uh, yep. I could give a shit less about the Hobbit scenes, but that's because I just want to see more shit happen. So, you you bring up the Hobbits, and Sarah sighed as I expected she would. Um, Sarah, let me ask you this. Were the Hobbits not supposed to be originally, like, a part of this storyline? Or were they not even supposed to be in the story at all? Is this something that... They threw in for fan service because everybody loves the Hobbits. Yes, <laughs> that yeah. is that is what I'm thinking because see, because hot take. I don't like the Hobbits and I don't like the Ewoks. Eat my ass. <laughs> I actually didn't mind. I actually didn't mind. Can the we get Ewoks. that on a T-shirt? <laughs> I don't mind yeah. the Ewoks so much. They don't. They're, they're just. I go a little smooth brain with with Star Wars a little bit. You I, have I, to. Cause you Star have to. Wars <laughs> is smooth brain entertainment. It's so I love, smooth brain. I can go into detail about fucking no, Star no, Wars. No, don't get me wrong. But like some of the EU shit, like in the books of Star Wars, gets very fucking heavy and in-depth. Yeah, but that's... So some of the animated shows have some very uh, drawn-out storylines and fucking we're, we're interesting about the, character the arcs. Cinematic but the main universe. series movies the cinematic are smooth universe. brain oh, yeah. entertainment. So oh, yeah. I love them to death. I love the prequel trilogy, but let me tell sequels. you, the prequel trilogy has some of the most god awful, stupid ass <laughs> fucking dialogue I've ever heard in my life. That was well. You see, that's the thing is that's just how George is. That's how George 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 Lucas, Lucas. George Lucas is <laughs> George R R Lucas. Not <laughs> George R. R. Not George Martin. George R R Martin is amazing with dialogue. You can see it in everything that he does. Anyway, anyway. Uh, the Hobbits have no place in this fucking show other than a goddamn cash grab, and I am more convinced of it than I ever have been with season with with season, with episode three. Okay, so first of all, the Hobbits do not feature prominently at all, actually, in any telling of the Second Age in Tolkien's Legendarium. They don't pop up until the Third Age, right? So yeah, they probably were around like these. Oh, they're Harfords. They're fucking hobbits. Get fucked. And in fact, like their, their, their main element was like <laughs> a hobbit's never done anything. You know, like that's like their 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 race. Like they just they're there. That's yeah. why it was so like well, triumphant whenever like Frodo did something. You know, like oh, a hobbit did that. That's crazy. See, there's actually, uh, at the beginning of the Third Age, there's like three different groups of hobbits. There's basically the river people, hobbits as we know them, and the mountain hobbits, and the river and the mountain ones just kind of, like the tooks, those are river river hobbits. Yeah, I gotcha. But there is no point to them being here except for fan service because they don't do anything that impacts the second age at all otherwise they would have been mentioned in the first place appendices or no there's two types of fan service okay there's the shitty fan service which we see in the sequel series and we see in rings of power and then there's House of the Dragons, the end of the episode, they had the song and a song of ice and fire theme at the very, very fucking end, oh, I and I was like, that. "Yo, with, yo, let's go!" With the prophecy, with him going yeah. like, and he called it a song of ice and fire. I was like, "Oh, yeah. yeah. my fucking god!" That's, That's good. Like so the good. little things, so the good. little things. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, so you know, you gotta salt bay that shit. You can't just pull the fucking top <laughs> off and turn the canister over. Because like it's been theorized for years that that's why Aegon went over there and to have it confirmed in the show which George is working much more heavily on than Mm -hmm. which like motherfucker write the fucking books please I swear to god um 
much more heavily than he did the original show. So that revelation was pretty cool. And then you've got the fucking Harfoots. And I swear to fucking God, you guys, it's goddamn Gandalf. Okay, it's it's it can be no one else. I can't no, no, I agree. think of I anybody agree. else who could be. I didn't know Gandalf with a motherfucking planeswalker. But that's the thing. <laughs> Gandalf yeah. doesn't show up until... I think I don't remember if it's a hundred or a thousand, but it's not too long into the third age. He gets sent there with the other Astari. Uh, I don't know. The last thing I want to say about how I feel about it is, it's good, simple entertainment. I don't think it's gonna fucking be groundbreaking or anything. I think as far as like viewership levels go, how it's gonna go, I think it's gonna go do just as well, maybe even better. Than House of the Dragon, just for the simple fact that we have a lot of people who love MCU. You know, people love yeah. smooth brain shit, and so, I get it, man. So, is the Rings of Power based off of a book, or is it based off of? You said an appendices earlier, but like, is it? Yeah. Is there? It's like like a like a text behind this. Yes, it's like. It's like supplemental reading. Okay, so let me let me ask this then. So with the the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and then with the Hobbit. I kind of assumed then, me not being a huge fan, like mm-hmm. I like it, but I'm not like a diehard. Yeah. Um, I kind of thought that was the end of it. I really no. thought that like mm-hmm. everything else is just gonna be like little subtle lore that you can kind of like learn about. It there is a whole book of bullshit. Oh, okay, so that was my next it's question. It's called the was, Silmarillion. Like, how long are they going to keep up the Lord of the Rings? Like, as how, how long as it makes money does Tolkien have? He has a lot of bullshit. You could do this a universe. That's the thing, oh, Travis. Yeah. It's like. This is an entire world that was built, and no, no, no. it was built really well. Mm-hmm. You can tell an infinite number okay. of stories. No, for sure. But my my question was, yeah, infinite number of stories. But Tolkien hasn't written an infinite number of stories. He, so if they're going to stay true to his books, I was just curious, like, how far they can pull out of his world that he has written to make something. Oh, as far as rights go, yes. Um, they're having to make up a lot of bullshit. Yeah, okay. they're having to make up a lot. Here, of bullshit. Here's the way it kind of works when you're selling your IP for like your rights for like a movie, right? Mm-hmm. So the 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 production company contacts you and offers you an option. And what that means is they're going to pay you a certain amount of money for them to have the option to be able to use your content. And after a certain amount of time, if they don't use it, it expires. Um, now, when you're negotiating, they're, they're going to give you, just like any, more, any other negotiation, the more you give them, the more they're going to give you, right? Right. So... When you need the money, you give them the rights to, to everything, and they can make whatever changes they fucking want, and then you get shows like The Wheel of Time. When you have the money, you either A, don't give them the fucking rights, which is what happens with Ring of Power, and they're just having to make shit up because they want to do it anyway. Yeah. Or, it with like what Brandon Sanderson's going to do soon, you need to check out his work, this is really good. Uh... <laughs> He has plenty of fucking money now. He, homie, asked for a. Uh, he did a GoFundMe for. He asked for a hundred grand. Yeah. For self-publishing some books. Mm-hmm. Because my man's a machine. Like you'll never say, man. I can't wait. Why? Why hasn't he finished these series? Uh-huh. Because the reason it. Because he, he literally dropped a YouTube video and it was an apology video. And I feel like, what did he do? Did he rape somebody? What? What the fuck's going on? Like what? What did? He's sorry he that his do? book's like a and, month late. No. Then he goes. Because he was, it was really heavy, and I was like, what happened? This is my fucking boy. And then he goes, I'm sorry because I haven't finished the book you guys were waiting for. It's still on target to finish when it's supposed to finish. 
But instead, I've been working on this. And he drops a big pile of papers about this fucking tall. He's like, I have eight more books I, I have and I need to publish. Because I just finished these because I felt like working on them. So I have a GoFundMe. I'm asking for 100 grand. He ended up getting like 100 mil. So what you're, what you're telling me is he's basically like a modern, well, he's still alive, but like a modern day Pierce Anthony. <laughs> he is a machine. He is not human. But anyway, uh, like what he was saying earlier, uh, I was watching one of his like uh, uh, interviews. where He does a lot of interviews where when he's signing his books, he just like talks with somebody. He, said, he was talking about how he's been chasing, a, like he's been being chased for like, deals for a long time be like well the thing is i i'd never wanted to give any of my rights away for to my content unless i was sure that i'd have control over it because i wanted it to be done right he doesn't and, want someone else to fuck it up yeah he's like and now uh thanks to my wonderful like you know readers and shit i have the money i don't need i don't need to shill out or anything i can wait i can say look if you want to work on my stuff you can work on my stuff but it's going to be it's going to go how I say it. And he has like experience in like some screenwriting and stuff because he's written a few like screenplays and stuff. Hmm. So homie's gonna do a good job. If he fucks this up, I I will, I'll do something unpalatable. I, I I'm not gonna say eat my shorts because I don't think it's possible. But eat a whole I, jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> I'll eat a whole own. jar of mayonnaise if I swear to God, I'll, you guys can hold me to this. If something gets adapted. With his full blessing, and it sucks. I'll eat a jar of mayonnaise. You'll give me one you your whole paycheck. I'm not doing that, <laughs> but I'll eat a I'll eat a jar of mayonnaise. I'll do it's it recorded. I'll do you it on stream. It I don't now. I don't give a shit. <laughs> dude, dude is disgusting. It's gonna be great. So like, <sighs> they didn't give any rice to these fucking jackasses. They they because like, the dude's the Tolkien household has plenty of goddamn money. Yeah, they have no reason to entertain some random fucking cash grab bullshit. If there's just no reason for it, so they're not going to give them any fucking rights. I think it's really funny that they only let them have the appendices. That is incredibly funny to me. That is what we call a fucking calculated insult, (laughs) and it's beautiful. But Uh, it's even better they took them. Anyway, I I like the show. I don't think it's great, but it's fun, and I'll watch it. I think it is exceptionally beautiful. I love the look oh, of it looks, the show. Oh, it looks gorgeous. God, it looks, it looks like an expensive show. The music, especially Casa Doom. Oh, God. Casa Doom gave me fucking chills when I heard it. I loved it. Like, mm-hmm. d- just in general, it looks pretty. The music is good. The dialogue's actually not bad. It's not. For the most part. It's not. Um, the characters, again, they fall flat. Uh, I just, my biggest thing is a lot of... That they're having to make up a lot of bullshit. The only character I'm actually interested in is the elf that. Me too. The the elf that is yeah, Galadriel's the friend, the dude elf. The yeah. dude looks like a young Neil yeah. Patrick Harris. Yeah. Yeah, him. I like him. Oh, do you mean Elrond? I guess. No. Yeah, Elrond. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking yeah, Elrond. Mr. Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> you, okay, so. He doesn't look like Elrond. He looks like... Neil Patrick Harris. No, he looks like fucking... A Doogie flock Hauser. Of se- he looks like a fucking flock of seagulls reject. I like that. That's better. <laughs> I like his character, though. But There's you, some depth there. But you can tell it's fucking Elrond in the oh, way he acts. 100%. He does act like Elrond, even if he doesn't look like Elrond. And I like that. Um, however, I thought you were talking about the elf that's in the, the ranger the, the, the fucking the the soldier the badass him i like him too but i like elrond's character the best i feel like it has it's the most elrond. depth to it oh yeah uh, i feel like the the actor gives a shit and he's trying because there are some moments where you're like 
Oh, I see what he did there. Like, it's, it's good shit. It's Fun good fact shit. about that actor, he actually played young Ned in Game of Thrones. Nice. So he's in both of these fucking things. He's been around the block. Well, I'm just here to say I'm blessed this wasn't a Harry Potter episode. <laughs> well, let's, uh, yeah, we're an hour 20 minutes in, so let's go ahead and hear what you two think. Uh, in no particular order, Sarah first. Okay. And then we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, I've got some notes. Hopefully they're only uh, like 20-minute notes. <laughs> I could probably read them in about 10. I just say what you got to say. Um, Let's see. It feels manufactured. I put that in there. Um, okay, so the whole conflict in the Second Age is really between men, elves, and Sauron. And to just kind of shoehorn... It goes back to the goddamn fucking hobbits. To just kind of shoehorn them in there just really fucking grinds my gears because it is such an really obvious... Really just chapped my balls. Goddamn cash grab. Well, I don't have those, so... <laughs> just zippers my dick. Zippers my dick. <laughs> Frankenbeans, man. Frankenbeans. It's the most boring part of every episode there is. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. No, yeah. I, I'd put the the human struggles that live in the quote unquote Southlands, which is, by the way, Mordor. Um, it's okay. We're not going to see that anymore. Those bad boys, the fucking human struggles. I could not give less than a shit. We're not seeing those anymore. It's already over. Oh, <laughs> They're man. all dead or captured. No, we're going to see more because Oops. fucking uh, crazy healing the the elf's fucking girlfriend. The elf's girlfriend. Her son features in some trailers still, so we're going to go back to those goddamn boring fucking humans. So I'm not excited for that. A little shithead son. Yeah, I haven't seen his ears yet. Yeah, that's true. I yeah, haven't think, seen his ears yet. I think he is a half half. The skin tone matches. Skin tone matches. He has a good complexion. He has the same nose as the other guy. Yeah, filthy I'm blood. just saying. I'm just saying. You know, he could be a little half breed. Yeah. Motherfucking half elf, like like Elros and Elrond. But, you know, again, who the fuck is this kid? He's not going to feature prominently in the Second Age. He's probably going to fucking die at some point. Wait, we can only hope. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm still mad about the fucking female dwarves not having whatsoever, Beards. not even a fucking whisper. I of can a give whisker. a shit less about that. Oh, God, no, I fucking care a lot because you're not supposed to be able to tell the difference between male and female dwarves. I could give it. I thought the I thought all the dwarves in Rings of Power were just cheesy as fuck. I feel like they're, I feel like they're like, ha, dwarves, they like to drink and hit rocks. It's like, dude, we <laughs> never, never get to see in any fantasy, video games, TV, movies, books, very, very fucking rarely do we get to see an active dwarven civilization. They're always like, oh, they've been long dead. There's only like six left in the world. The closest you get is in Dragon Age Origins, and it's like one bastion <laughs> left of a dra- and you're there for fucking five minutes, and you, you, that's it. And I was so excited because like, oh my god, we get to see a fucking dwarven city with real living dwarves, and they're just all the same character. But they look different. Their nose are slightly more warty, and they drink slightly more. It's like, dude, it's... I'm glad you brought that up, because even, like, in the Elder Scrolls, like, yeah, like, the Dwarven cities and all that, you never hear shit about the Dwarven race. It's any other race that you get on the character customization. Weren't they only just called Dwarves because they were short compared to the Giants? 
Like that's that's I remember more than Elder that. Scrolls. Yeah. No, they had their own whole yeah, fucking they, they civilization. You see a lot of their ruins. You can find like yeah. little logs and shit. But it's like, I don't know. I've all, I hate that. It's always very rarely do you see an active dwarven civilization. You do see elven civilizations in several works, but mm-hmm. you don't see a lot of you dwarven. See a dwarven shit. Elven shit like that never. Dwarven. I think no, the elven. only thing I can think of, and forgive me for saying it, because I know a lot of people don't like this series, is that the only time I've ever seen dwarves have an active civilization don't that is it. not on decline or anything like that is in Fuck. the inheritance cycle. Okay, I thought you were going to say fucking Artemis Fowl. I was going to punch Oh, God, no. Good. It's gagging me with a spoon. Yeah. No, but uh, Inheritance Cycle. Yeah. The dwarves in there are pretty legit. They're pretty cool. They're inside, like, this big fuck-off mountain, and they fucking sing to, like, the fucking stone and make gems and shit. I never understood, like, how dwarves in, like, the Lord of the Rings series and all that shit were, like, on the decline because, like, these guys are intelligent. Mm -hmm. You know, they are, like, the, the fucking fantasy epitome of uh the industrial revolution you know like they are making things happen so but like they're so greedy and they're they're disgusting and fun they, they let it get to them and now they're on the decline like man so fun fact off. about dwarves actually in in tolkien is that okay so when eru Ilavatar was creating the world he wanted the elves to be the first children right his smith guy aole basically was like well i'm gonna make my own little creation here what do you think and he was like well i want my elves to be first so even though these bad boys are done cooking if you could just kind of keep them in the ground for a little bit longer and like wait for the elves to be born first so that's when i say the racism is baked in because i I think i said it to you guys you did at one point that's what i meant like that 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 animosity yeah while they're still in the oven while they're still in the goddamn oven and i think i think i explained it to donnie uh the best way like basically you've got eru lubitar over here with the big oven making his big cake and then you got aule over here with his little easy bake oven Mm. which is essentially the dwarves so is that because they're small uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zinga, uh, Bazinga! Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Britain. That was funny. <laughs> that was kind. It was kind of funny. But yeah, that's 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 just a little fun fact uh, about the dwarves. Um, but uh, overall, hmm, I'd say it's okay. I'll, I'll I'll probably still watch it beyond episode three. I don't know if I'll enjoy it. But I mean, I'll watch you just gotta it. Gotta try to smooth burn it. That's the only way. Yeah, I'm only gonna watch it because my dad's really, really into it. Like he's always lot. been like a big Lord of the Rings fan, so he got me into it, and I know more about it than he does. So, Hell so, yeah. so Britain. <laughs> yes. I want to hear you talk about it. Shit on it. Yeah, come on, you high elf. Give it. Give us the good first. At least one good thing. Tall Please. motherfucker. Show bad. Thanks for listening. <laughs> At least one good thing. One good thing. Uh, if you don't have one, don't give us anything. But, I mean, surely you have at least one good thing. I'm thinking, listeners, I'm thinking. You kind of get to see Galadriel's silhouette through the dress. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't care about that. <laughs> oh, dude. Fuck, fuck Galadriel. Yeah, porn is free. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, okay, I'm just saying. Oh, she do she do be sexy though. Yeah. The settings are cool. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are cool. Yeah. All right, now on to the bad. Uh, why does this look like Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within? <laughs> it's not that bad, my guy. You're being, you're being exaggerative. That's a little unfair. Yeah, no, no, that was a joke I made earlier to my. Yeah, and the spirits. It, it, was a I, good get movie. It, I get it though. I get it. I get it though. No, but for it. real, like, why are the elves there? Their entire fucking faces are CGI. Why? What was the purpose? Are they? Yes. I didn't notice that. I noticed it. That was the you first sure thing I noticed was sure their entire face was CGI. You, you sure it's CGI, CGI and not, not just, just like really makeup? smooth I, makeup? No. I don't think you're right on that one, dog. I noticed it the first scene. I'm going to have I'll have to look at it again, but no, I don't think you know so. How, I think the lighting is just... You know how incredibly expensive CGI is? There's no reason to pay Bro. for that amount for... They would have just hired like, like prettier actors. And, yes, maybe the ears. Let's, maybe like CGI the ears. No, that's another um, thing I didn't the, like. Maybe cheaper. The facial structure. Like maybe like the ears the, would be cheaper to I just stick. I don't think stick. the elves. They really would have been honestly just to put more makeup. on. I think the lighting is what's getting you because when they're uh, in their complexion. Their, yeah, when nice. they're in their home. Yeah. You can, but like when they're in Serious the fucking when they're fighting that troll or whatever, like they they look like people. Well, I think it, when they're on the boat, they look normal. Because they're supposed to be radiant beings, so like mm-hmm. I mean, they're literally they're they're light. literally like described as radiating light, like that's their race. Oh. So I feel like maybe that was just a visual approach to make them look like they were more radiant. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, the the bloom yeah. look to them. Um, I, I really feel like that's why. Like you're looking at scenes right now of them in the sunlight, Britain. Like I'm seeing it on your phone. Yep. Um, I mean that. that I think goes, it's the lighting. It goes hand yeah. in hand. They're supposed to be radiant, especially especially in that first scene with Galadriel when she's like really yeah. young. And yeah. and that's something like Lord of the Rings does really well with is mm-hmm. like showing the extremities of light and good, and then immediately contrasting it with the darkest, most evil. And, you see, and I feel like that's important. That's, that's an important actually part of it. One of the things I'm really what critical about. Well, I'm, I'm watching. Pause it so I can see it. Let me. Look me in the fucking eyes and tell me that's not CGI. That's it's, it's not CGI. Why is his it's, face? C- that is it, it's absolute. Not CGI. It's she de- is not. Hold on. It's definitely it's definitely edited, but it is not CGI. Let me see. Pause it on his face. She's not, but he is. Why? What's the purpose? He is. He uh, absolutely. She is not. She's fine, but he is. I, Why? I think it's the distance What's the from the purpose? camera, and I think I it's. He absolutely looks CGI. No, they—they they, he definitely has, he has more detail in his face, <coughs> but that's that's not CGI. That's just he makeup. Absolute, You're just bullying him for his big abs- pores. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> no, he absolutely. I looks really CGI. like his character too. I will say, Brent said he's shorter. Uh, um, he can't be real. <laughs> short, I hate short people. <laughs> nah, short kings are okay. There, there is that is another thing. I. I in contra- I think the elves are fucking ugly in this show, and God damn it, they're supposed to be ethereal I, beings of I think, light. I think they're fine. I don't they're, think any of them look ugly. <laughs> no, no, they're supposed to be except for him. He looks CGI the entire time he's on camera. I don't, I don't, These I don't. I'm not look with like you on people. that. They're not supposed. The to rest just, of them are fine. They're not like suppo- she. She is fine. But that's the thing is, they're not supposed to be fine. They're supposed to be foin. Okay. Foin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They look like like someone you see on the street nowadays, and you'd be like, wow. That's a pretty handsome or beautiful person. No, no. And then, like, look at all the humans. It's like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. But that's the thing is, it's not supposed to be like, wow, yeah. You're supposed to be like, <gasps> you're supposed to be speechless yeah. when you see them. Yeah, yeah. But if you did that, then you would have to see Galadriel's hair is literally supposed to fucking glow. Yeah, but that would be fucking lame. It's blessed with the light of the two trees. Anyway, why do you think the Silmarils were created in the first fucking place? Back to why this show is bad. 
Oh, um, Galadriel is a Mary Sue. Like, there's a good she way. There's ways to write a good, strong character, and there yeah. are many of them. But yeah. the way that Snow Troll comes in and bodies her entire squad, and then she's like, first off, that was that was the most stupid, marvelesque fight scene I've ever seen. Thank you. Like, that's why episode three that alley fight scene surprised the absolute fuck out of me because it felt visceral and real and actually good choreography in this in the snow troll fight scene he was just like the the elves were literally just standing there waiting to get yeah, hit and they're just like ah they're doing the power uh, ranger shit where like they swing at nothing and yeah. just wait their turn and then get they get fucking body they look like it they're re- hitting them with sock and boppets like they're doing it, nothing it almost kind of reminds me of the fight choreography if you could call it that um in this particular uh instance for 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 rings of power but in the last jedi when when, oh God! In the, when, in the room, when, room, with the with the red guard, and they're and just they're swinging they're, at nothing, at, at nothing, and they're like they're just flipping the their shit around, waiting yeah. to get yeah. Their There's turn. that one guy who like falls, I don't know, man. Nothing hit him. That like, scene, that one part in that scene was pretty hard when the when the red ranger played his flute. It was pretty fucking. Don't get me wrong. Don't fucking get me no. wrong. I actually when he took his he when he took his knife out, played it like a flute. But it made the sound of like a. And loop. then the Zorgs came and in. Then the Zor- and then Morbius. <laughs> Bro. And he morbed. It's like, it sucks because good choreography is not that fucking hard to do. It's and they've not. they've shown they can do it. Because in if if you don't watch the show, just watch that fight scene in the alleyway, right? Yeah, because yeah. it, it was and he, and sick. Thing it was tight. Is, if you want to use stunt doubles, you can because you can throw a fucking CGI face on it. Bro. They did it before. <laughs> it's wild. Like <laughs> that, that snow troll fight is so bad. The fights that they have uh, in the in the orc pit uh-huh. were pretty good. Those were pretty good. You see, but the fight in the alleyway was like it was hype. Okay, yeah. it was like and that's not it was like Damon. Going full anti Boromir and murdering people with arrows in his chest. If that was a ten, this is like a, a one in hype. But that's only because this is so fucking good. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. no. Keanu Reeves made his way into that. Because I mean, it was like, like 27 million dudes versus like you know six dudes in an alleyway. <laughs> but it was fucking hype, and it showed that they can do good fight scenes. Mm-hmm. And all the other fight scenes in the show have been pretty good. This one was great, but that first one. I don't know what the fuck. See, who okayed that? See, yeah. the only and reason... And that's not even, that's the, not even the worst... Sorry. Wor- sorry. That's not even like <laughs> Mommy, the first sorry. fight that's bad. When Galadriel's brother dies mm-hmm. and he's fighting with all the orcs, when he clashes swords with that orc, it's just like grunting in his face while he yells at the sun or something. Like he's yelling like right, at this. Now, now listen, he, man, listen. And he, no, 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 no. There's so many. Those orcs outnumber those fucking. No, orcs. no, I like get that. Three to one. But here's something. He would have died instantly. Here's something. But you, he's just like. But here's something you gotta understand. In large melees like that, when you're fucking teeth to teeth with these guys, it generally is just a bunch of pushing and grunting. It's like a mosh pit. Because you cannot move. Mm-hmm. There's too much shit around you, too many bodies pressing I'll pull into it back you. back up. He had space. I know. No, I watched it. Yeah, I know. He could have done like a pommel strike or something. He could have. They could have like punched each other. He, he, he could have yeah. done something. But I mean, there's orcs not. Are dirty fighters. There's yeah. not. He could have done something. There's not too much you can do. There is more that he could have done. He was in anguish, so I get it. But. No, not him. The orc. 
Yeah, I know. I mean, he died. The orc like could have done some shit. Like the, or- the orc could have done, but that that's, that's yeah, that's what I'm that's saying. one of those things where you sort of just have to dispend your disbelief of it because that was just trying to show the emotional part of that. But maybe this is unfair because I watched these two things back to back, and fair. I watched House of the Dragons first. Mm. Yeah, same. So. I I had I was I was up there. I was the, like I got good shit going. The and only I watched reason, Ring of Power and I was like, this is dog shit. The only reason I watched Rings of Power is because you told me to. Yeah. And you were like, Hey, do you want to be on this? And I was like, yeah. sure. So I, I did it because it was essentially quote unquote homework. So I was kind of paying attention to this kind of stuff and I was like, Hey, do you want to watch it with me to my roommate? And they're like, Yeah, okay. So they sat down and the first thing that pissed them off and said and they said okay i'm fucking done is the troll scene because it, it was just so bad it, was, it terrible. was terrible and honestly for me like i don't know like we got legolas going down the stairs on like a fucking shield we got him fucking step climbing up yeah, them yeah, rocks but yeah. that's peter jackson's film. the you barrel can't really... scenes and all that shit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean yeah. It, it was it's fun I mean, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It's fun. It's got some fun shit in it. It's oh, like yeah. impractical. Dude, the the Lord of the Rings shit reminds me so much of like the Pirates of the Caribbean shit, like where the battlefields <laughs> is constantly moving. Yeah. yeah, it's just yeah, it's wild. It's and, it's a fun though. It's a ride, you know. And an, and another thing that gets me is like, how the fuck does she just fucking do that to that troll? Is like it took like the whole goddamn fellowship to take down that look, man. Fucking mm-hmm. troll. There is there is fucking like I said earlier. There is a reason why. It's writ. It's not writ. It's not a show based on what the person fucking wrote. It's based on what Tolkien wrote. Because oh, how do you, how are we gonna make uh, Galadriel seem badass? Let's just show a bunch of uh, elite uh, elven uh, soldiers getting fucking bodied, and then she comes in and becomes a badass. That's not how you show someone's badass, man. Like if if you yeah. show if you show them to be fucking stormtroopers with sticks. And they get their ass beat. No looks, one's gonna it just be makes like. It look like elves are dog shit. It, it's not gonna make Galadriel look badass. It just makes her look like, oh, she's just better than these dog shit fucking exactly. stormtroopers. These like, fucking red. Shirts. The way to do that better is simple. They're all badasses, but she's in command of them, which makes her automatically better so than wait, the rest so of they, them. The biggest did they badass. Captain Marvel. Yeah, her? the biggest badass. They did. They yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. They I'd did. have to say they did. Yeah. yeah. They did. Yeah. I hate to hear it. I hate to hear yeah. it. Yeah. We, we hate to see it. I hate, exactly I hate that you brought that up. We now hate to I'm, see it. That's all I'm going to fucking see. Oh, man. Captain Marvel. That's not I was so excited for that film. You don't even know. That's and not I'm so how you show leaving. badasses. That's okay? when I stopped turning on my brain when I watched the MCU. It was A lot of people hate Captain the, Marvel. the girl scene, too. I don't have it's any fucking published books, but I could have done it better. It's like, dude, <laughs> I mean, if anything, just instead of making it like a like a troll or something, make it something smaller, right? And then, like, show show one of the soldiers... So show one of the like a deer, like <laughs> a deer. I don't know, something smaller, a right? <laughs> make, make it something smaller, and then you show one of the soldiers by himself fighting it, and he kills one, but then another one takes him out. It's like, oh, these guys are badass enough to take out this badass thing, but you know, two at a time, that's kind of that's kind of too much for them. And then show Galadriel just fucking murder like two or three at the same time so it's like oh okay so she's just on another level but they're still badasses yeah so they show them just standing there waiting to get hit like oh is is this a good spot 
Is the CGI gonna be they're, here? They're looking down for the X's on the on so the stage kind, and yeah. shit. So kind of like like Dragon Ball it during the first for during the Saiyan saga during yeah. during whenever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just throwing themselves. Like first, in they they send in Nappa first, right? Yeah, yeah. And then fucking Vegeta kills him, and like <laughs> then then send in Vegeta. Uh, not yeah. yeah. <laughs> then, then Vegeta's got to you got to fight Vegeta, and it's like oh well, if, so Vegeta's on another level than Nappa. Oh. Oh, so we're in trouble. And then <laughs> you're they... telling me the power scale in this shit? They're like, all right, you going first? I not. All right, get out. WWE. It's it's bad like... when Dragon Ball Z, which has so many goddamn problems, is better at showing power scaling and who's badass over who than a prime fucking video production. Like... Actually, that's the yeah. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z is fucking god awful. It's a meme about how bad they are with powder scaling. I actually really love Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah, it's great. You know, it's, it's, but it's, it's fucking it's, bad. It's, it's not, because it's not action porn. It's power porn. It's yeah. how powerful, dude. Look, can they be? Dra- Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z are great, but they're fucking dog shit too. And I can enjoy them. But they're fucking dog shit, and I can acknowledge that. You know, I had that. a problem with the power scaling in Naruto. What little bit I did watch, man, I don't even fucking. I remember. didn't like that because every time there was a minute of exposition, the dude was just powering up. And Are, like, you man, Are you talking about Sasuke? Are you talking about Sasuke? Sasuke specifically, because yes. Sasuke was the author's darling. He loved him. That's why he kept getting it. getting fucking like special treatment. I, I hate that in shows like. Oh no! Sasuke is the worst character in it, It's an Sasuke. overpowering, like you know, approach. Like I'm, I'm being overpowered. I haven't and then seen it suddenly, since like, middle school. Yeah, oh my god! Well, I don't. have the power of plot armor. I'm, <laughs> I don't I'm plan strong on it. again. Look, man, Naruto and Naruto Shippuden <clears throat> have some of the most hype moments in anime. Mm-hmm. But you have to sit through like 37 filler episodes every I'd season. I'd rather just watch. 30-second TikTok edits. Bro, just, just watch... <laughs> yeah, I'd rather just watch the, the 2007 AMVs on YouTube. Yeah. Like, 2006, thank you. Because there are so many hype moments in Naruto that I wish I could... I wish I could recommend it to people because there are some moments that will make you cry. Bro. There are some Especially moments that will get you hype. fucking music. But I'm then... But then... You you go to recommend somebody, you're like, oh, but I'll make you a filler list so you can skip all the filler. And then what? you start going through it and you're like... You know what? Just don't watch it. You know, I've seen <laughs> I've seen all of Goku's feats through a I will not bow by breaking Benjamin music video. In, I know in, I know the whole story now. Yeah, I know I everything need, I need to know, know because of one music video. Now. Yeah. I mean, in terms of filler, the only one that I liked out of the entire run of Naruto was probably the curry episode. Episodes actually. There were there were some arcs. Those are in the there. only good ones. <laughs> there are some arcs that are considered filler on like online filler lists that are actually great character development arcs. That's one of them the, for Rock the, Lee. Yeah, the filler for me are the ones that serve boy. no purpose. Rock, yeah. we love Rock Lee. We love Rock Lee. is the best boy. Naruto did have some great hype moments, but mm-hmm. you know there are better things to watch now. Yeah. There, are, there are things that are older than Naruto that are better than Naruto. Gurren Logan. Yeah, Gurren great. If they go back and they just like cut out all the fucking filler and condense Same. Naruto like an abridged Naruto, Same. we'd be good to go. Naruto Brotherhood. I'm sorry. <sighs> Man, fucking they're just they're just better shit. But anyway, know. that's that's all I got to say on Naruto for now. <laughs> that's all I got to say on Rings of Power and, and uh, House of the Dragon for now. I I'm good. What do you you guys got anything else? Uh, I mean, I know we got more shit, but do you have anything else no, that you feel like you need to uh, say tonight? Uh, I think I said it all. I mean, I could keep going on about the bad things of 
Rings of Power, but yeah, oh, there I could... is there is one good thing I liked about Rings of Power. One really exceptionally good thing is the opening. That you're gonna say the ending? Oh no, the opening. <laughs> I will. You know, the opening's good. I will say this though, that there's one thing that Rings of Power definitely has over House of Dragons, and you can fight me about it. Soundtrack. No. The sailing ship designs are more practical in Rings of Power. Yeah. The House of Dragon, you see one, sh- like, you see a few ships, but the first ship you see has a giant fucking dragon figurehead. And I'm like, first off, this thing might go like three knots max. The, the fucking hydrodynamics on this thing Are is you talking ass. about the one with the, the, the claws? Yeah. Well, you see, that one's not meant for speed. It's meant I don't for care. ramming other ships. That That's meant for being fucking uh, capsized in a storm, of what that's meant for. <laughs> that is stupid. But anyway. That's, that's all just, it's got. That's, that's just that's from the depths. Ty talking. No, that's that's uh, that's Safehold series reading. Fucking uh, from that's, the depths playing. You know, that's nautical uh, Ty talking. You sea did, of Thieves. Uh, anything with boats. You know, you did say you were going to talk about boats. We did say we we're going to hijack this and talk about uh, from the depths, but uh, <laughs> I'm I'm afraid we're going to have to do that on a different. I, episode. I did predict. Yeah. I did predict earlier that you were going to bring up Brandon Sanderson. <clears throat> and uh, but yeah, as far yeah, as the opening hard goes. Wreck. I like it because it literally shows uh, the god of Tolkien's Legendarium, the song, and then there's the discordant notes of Morgoth. That was cool. That was it's cool. pretty cool. I liked it. That's the really the only thing that made me go, huh, okay, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> and I will say, out of uh, House of Dragons, like you guys have actually talked about Yeah, what are you more to willing to watch? Uh... Pick your answer carefully. I highly recommend. Just give us your honest answer based on what you've heard. Tonight. I will judge you. So honestly, mm-hmm. who cares what Britain thinks? <laughs> Britain. Uh, honestly, I could probably watch both mm-hmm. um, because I mean, hell, I've, I've, hell I've went over the highlights of what I liked so far about what I saw of uh, Rings of Power, and y'all have kind of swayed me a little bit. And George R. R. Martin's, you know, approach to his stories, like you know, I get like there may be raunchy scenes, but like that's just a part of it. But you have to embrace, you know, the rest of the series. If I was to immediately leave this podcast and immediately start watching one, mm-hmm. it would probably be Rings of Power. And I'm only saying that because I've watched the Lord of the Rings series. I kind of know what I'm diving into with that. I know, and you can tell me all day, like, oh, you don't have to watch Game of Thrones. I get that. Yeah. But I feel like I wouldn't appreciate that series as much without having watched Game of Thrones. And you're correct. And I might actually watch this and A little come bit, out yeah. of it wanting to watch Game of Thrones. So I'm putting that one on the back burner because it serves two places. I either watch it, fall in love with it, go back and watch Game mm-hmm. of Thrones, or you know I can watch something better in the meantime but and so enjoy it. They do set up a lot of like conventions in mm-hmm. Game of Thrones that they don't necessarily set up in House of the Dragon that would kind of help you understand the world of mm, Westeros. Yeah, I mean, I could I could give you a primer in like five minutes. <laughs> like, it wouldn't even take that fucking long. Matter of fact, don't put it on the back burner for too long because if you ever want to watch it with me, I'm down to watch it again. I highly Talk recommend you just listen to the audio. Just holler at me <laughs> any fucking time. So... Both, yes, <laughs> gotcha. Just, just yeah. read the books or listen to the audiobooks. If uh, and, and not that. to mention, I mean, <laughs> not trying to like shit on Tolkien or anything. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think this. I don't think Rings of Power is going to make it as far into a series like of seasons. Fuck no. As you know, uh, I heard Dragon. rumor that they have enough material for fifty episodes. I mean, that's what like a good four seasons. Five. They might. Like I said, it's probably going to do well viewership-wise just mm-hmm. because it is easy popcorn flick and you can watch it yeah. with your kids. 
Yeah, but Amazon's really big about like if something doesn't stick the way they want it to, they just won't do it again. Like they, they've had plenty of series that you know were runoffs of popular shows, and that they like it's like they throw it at a wall, and if it sticks the way they want it to, like people appreciate it the way they want it to, then they'll take it. But like if it's not doing big they're not going to do it I haven't seen a lot of that for Amazon actually Uh, there was that one show that I wanted to show you the other day Um, it's been a while actually I have to go back and look at the name of it Um, but apparently it was based off of a popular book series too and it just flopped oh no that wasn't Amazon that was Netflix that was Netflix yeah it was was a fucking YA fantasy novel fucking series what show Ash and Bone or something oh yeah and it looked to me like shit and then I gave it a shot and then it was shit. I did, I, one episode, and I told you, my guy. I was like, this I watched is not going to be I watched good. a trailer for it, and I was like, yo, this actually looks cool. And you know, I showed Ty because yeah, I was like, no, I'll, I'll, it's, I'll check it out. It's with fantasy. You. And then, yeah, I watched the first episode, and I was like, yeah, I could just. Didn't we watch it together? Yeah, we did. I yeah, was and like, I was like, I'll give it a shot, bro. And I did. Yeah. But I told you, I was like, this ain't going to. This ain't it, Chief. No. You just wait. Just wait. One of, one of my favorite book series is actually written by my mom's friend. Mm. Or, or my friend's mother. Her name's Devon Monk. It's called. Uh, uh, it's it's called uh, one of the, one of the books is called Magic to the Magic Magic to the Bone. Is that it? I just looked at it. Magic. Hold on. Unlock my phone. Yeah, Magic to the Bone. It's quite good, and there's a lot of material. And I may be biased because it's my friend's mom, but. It's really good. I highly recommend you read it. Okay. As long as it's not Ash and Bone, because that shit sucked. Nope. Anyway, I think it's about time we call it boys and girl and woman <laughs> and men and uh, dumbasses all around. And guys and gals and ghouls. Guys ghouls. and gals, non-binary. And Daniel guys. fucking died. And Brady fucking died. And Thomas fucking died. is unfortunately dead. And um, I'm also, gonna die. You're gonna die. You're not gonna hear from Todd. A popular recommendation from him. Uh, it, just look it up on Google. It's something about a dragon in a cave. Definitely worth. Uh, what? What are you talking about? Remember the book that your grandmother? Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, this is go- Travis. Uh, good shit. Uh, good talk. Good podcast. I will catch you guys in the next one. All right. This is Ty and. Uh, because uh, I thought Britain was going to go next. <laughs> I thought we were cutting it. Uh, thanks for listening to our Dragon Ball Z episode. Yeah, uh, st- stay tuned for uh, upcoming Mine, Britain, and Daniel's episode on D&D podcasts. And uh, read Stormlight Archives. Goodbye. Thanks for being on this episode, Sarah. It's been no great. No problem. I will always give my opinions about this kind of bullshit well, when good. asked. <laughs>